0: <laughs> is and I I like I like this thing for the cool.: what, And like what, literally what? not even not even for a joke or whatever, like she's not flying, she's falling with style. She's just she's figuring out how to move her arms and angle her to fly. I,
1: I, I like the scene. I, I was like, this is an interesting concept and like her being able to ride lightning and like because he inspired her to do that, I thought that was cool for their relationship. But the song playing on paper. On paper. paper. Again, they didn't nail quite all. A lot of the stuff they're going mm-hmm. for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, hold on real quick.
1: This is what's up, quick, Tim. I,
2: I, let, I, let me answer your question, and I want to like correct myself. Actually, that is the song that I'm talking. That about. is the song. Okay. The, okay. The, the, okay. When she's looking she's at fine. the camera.
1: Da, 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 yeah, that. Yeah, that yeah it's, theme, it's, right? it's
2: originally from Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Okay. okay.
1: I was like, I've heard this song over every freaking trailer, right? And Why would they use that song? Because Hans there Hans customers like, I just don't want to. I don't want to.
2: But it's not an original song. So so Freddie, Freddie Wong uh, Freddie Wong tweeted and he was just like, uh, this is like the most egregious example of having a temp song and they're like, Oh well, we can't find anything better. So just just leave it in. It, leave it in the that, edit
1: and like that it literally it. sounds like what they what they did. They were like, How about this? Like some you know when they do when they have a music editor who was like, This is the feel we're going for and they pull songs from other movies? That's literally so Patty Jenkins must have been like, They nailed it, let's just use that. And I I got to imagine the music editor is like no 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 <laughs> so, like, <you> <laughs> please no song. no don't do that no this song <laughs> is so well known and such a meme at this point that you can't and she's like just nail it just keep it in but it then nice. uh, what what I what I made a
2: mistake of earlier is when she's looking at the camera talking it's the song from Batman v Superman uh-huh. from the beginning of the movie when like the when he's being raised and all that shit and it's just like. Just such bizarre fucking choices all around. Like, I'm not a, I don't think this movie is as bad as it sounds like Kevin and Greg do. Uh, I think it's more disappointing than anything. Yeah. Because this is the one that should have been the best. This should have been, before we even got into this movie, before we watched this movie, this should have been number one with a bullet. It is the complete opposite of Birds of Prey to me, where I was like, there's no fucking chance this movie's going to be good. And I was like, oh, this is actually really great. This one had everything going for it. We liked Wonder Woman, the first movie, enough right? We love Gal Gadot. We love the, the cast of this. We, Pedro Pascal, are you fucking kidding me? Seeing this trailer, the Ragnarok vibes, like all of it, it was every single element should have added up to being this amazing thing. Instead, it feels like a lot of those elements weren't even used. Like we didn't, instead of Ragnarok, like Nick brought up the whole thing about the, the arms race and all that mm-hmm. stuff being set in the 80s. And like, that is actually really cool. And it, it definitely could have made sense in a movie that took that more seriously. But it doesn't do that. It also doesn't take it into the 80s neon side that the trailer completely promised us, right? And instead of that, it kind of just turns into this thing where there's this amazing concept of the villain can grant wishes. Like, I think Mm -hmm. that is such a cool thing, but it's so hard to show. And it's so hard to to get that right. But, man, they really made choices to get it really wrong. And I think that that was a disservice to the the – The the blockbuster movie, honestly, it's like this. Mm. I don't want to compare it to MCU movies. It's just like for this to come out and like to be a competent '70s Superman style movie that's coming out in 2020. Like, I I don't know that there's really an audience for that, and I think that really a lot of the re- the reactions are are
3: showing that. Andy, what's up? I totally agree with that, Tim. I think it's like we all saw Wonder Woman and were surprised that it was. Oh wow, this is actually a good movie. I enjoy this Wonder Woman. Now let's add 80 style onto that. What does that look like? Yeah. And I think that just gets our expectations up, and we thought this was going to be the one. This was going to be the one that could easily be compared to the top flight of the MCU movies, and it just it just missed quite a bit. And I think yeah, that's unfortunate, think, too. Sorry, go ahead,
0: Just to Tim's point, like, I, disappointment is the right way to put it. To be clear, like, yeah, I don't hate this movie. I said I hate watching it, but that's just because I'm like, oh, what even happened? Am-? Oh, this fucking dumb decision. Ah, oh, this fucking dumb decision. I still don't think it's at the bottom of the list or anything like that or where we're going to show up on in review. It is just, I think, more than anything, yeah, a huge disappointment of they had all these amazing actors. They had, yeah, the, they had, you know, Wonder Woman succeeding against all odds. I think back to Nick's point of, like, how it doesn't feel in-universe and it just feels like this weird thing. Is it a reboot? It's. The problem, as usual, with the DCEU, where it's just that nobody has the balls to say there's no Kevin uh, Feige, right? Feige. There's no, There's no Kevin there going, like, this is what it is. This is what we do, right? Like started, they started, I use it in quotes and loosely, with Zack Snyder doing that and then started doing it. But then they wanted to get out of it, right, the execs or whatever. And I'm not even, again, not saying Zack Snyder was Kevin Feige, but he gave them the template that other people started using. And then they started changing it, yada, yada, yada. And then you get here to, like, just the nonsense this movie has to do. And not only that, then... Even though it's, they made a point of, like, you know, DCEU doesn't really exist, but it kind of exists, but it doesn't exist, but these movies will still be in there, but they don't need to cross over with each other, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like, you see them paint, like, the reverberations of that painting this movie into a corner of Wonder Woman comes in and does all this shit in the, the fucking mall and then immediately takes out all the cameras. And there has to be a news reporter being there like, who was this person? Yada, yada, yada. And then we get her saving the city and kicking – and it's like she's doing all this from the shadows, of course, because fucking in the other – in you know Batman v Superman, right, she turned her back on the world of man 100 years ago, which makes no fucking sense because that's not really what happened. But it just means that she stayed alive a limelight so they wouldn't know about it when we get our – it's like they're just fucking doing gymnastics out. to get her on their own bullshit.
1: Yeah, I mean I think that I, – I was going to say to Greg's point, like – it's unfortunate because if this had been the third or fourth Wonder Woman movie, I think I think everyone would have been like, ah, whatever, well, you know, it, it is what it is. But oh, there's no, so I'm much sure. there's so much that this movie has to bear on its shoulders that that makes it so it, I, I almost feel bad for the team that made the movie because it is kind of carrying the DCE right now, and therefore it is held to a way higher standard than I think some of the mid tier Marvel movies would have been. Um, I'd this like is so hard, man. I
2: feel like the standard is so low for them to have hit with this, and they well just, like, i just
1: i, I just mean so in a
2: seventies Wonder Woman movie
1: no, but that's what i'm saying i just i just I, I it because Wonder Woman the first Wonder Woman was a very competent film and enjoyable, I think everyone I think a lot of people put an expectation on this that it needed to be. Like, it's supposed to be amazing, right? And, and I think that that makes it difficult for Patty Jenkins and the team to kind of get out of the rut and try to do something silly and new with it. Although I think that they probably should have played this one a little safer and not done the camp aspect of it, uh, because I think that's what's really throwing a lot of people off. Kevin's kind of funny.
4: Was The Last Wonder Woman, like, a very good and competent movie? Because I feel like it was very good until the third act. Like no, you it, on the
1: DC
0: and you in review scale from kind I of. Mean, I mean, like really sets the
4: bar for yeah DC. Well, know, have, have the words I'm, good and competence. Well, right. what I'm so saying I is, I'm well, hold on, sorry, let me let me just finish. I really feel like that last act in in Wonder Woman just totally goes te- like terribly. It's like just a hard crash, and I feel like, like the Trevor. movie the movie did this did the same jump. Like halfway through, maybe a little bit earlier, where it just goes into a world that is magic that they haven't explained, and we're supposed to kind of just guess what's happening. And I feel like that's the biggest problem the movie has, where it's like the rules of what is going on is not defined at all. Like we kind of get that, like oh, everybody gets one wish, and like I mean they say that over and over again, and that he's manipulating people into using their wishes, but it's like Which all right. I
1: thought it was genius. I kind of thought that mm. the idea was genius. Oh, well, the idea of, like, I want to be the wishing stone. So instead of – it's basically a take on wishing for more wishes. But oh, instead of yeah. doing that, he goes, I want to be the stone. And then he has to make, he has to make everyone wish – like, I thought that was very clever because no one knew it was coming, and it kind of played into his con man roots. And I actually like the fact that the way she has to beat him is by basically coming – is by showing everyone the truth, which is sort of, the, you know, being true to yourself and, and not kidding yourself or not lying to yourself and not cheating your way through something. I think is sort of the theme of the movie. Something that worked out. The problem is, it's not as exciting to watch Wonder Woman um, straight up have a conversation with someone and talk him out of his bad decisions. What we needed was like that to be the secondary character, and Cheetah to be the, the the main character that she had to overcome. And that fight, unfortunately, you were just like, let's just get through this. Let's well, get through this badly CG, terrible makeup horribly washed out color because you can totally tell when they saw that final character in the editing bay they were like this looks like this looks like cats and everyone tore cats apart what so a useless to make this look better and someone was like well we could have gone back to three years ago when we were we were figuring this out and just had christian wig wear a cool costume we do not need her to actually look like a cheetah we don't need that Uh, That was
0: one of the things I was uh, fascinated about that I thought was another one was going to be out and how they were going to explain this and get us to a a big bad for them to fight and figure this out was when – Wonder Woman uh, and Steve, you know, find the remnants of the Wishing Stone and pick up that thing. And she's like, oh, my God, and drops it. She's like, oh, my God, it's old god magic. It's this, that, the other. Right. I thought that was going to be the introduction that this is all a plot by Cersei, Cersei uh, who's a Wonder Woman supervillain that's usually, like, you know, right up there with her, her her Lex or whatever, you know, arguably cheated but you know what I mean. Uh, that she was going to be this one, and this was her grand scheme, her grand spell. And she was pulling all the strings to ruin man, right? And we'd have them fight at the very end to finish this all off in the third act. And so when that's just dropped in, it's like, oh, my God, it's a thing from the – and they're just – and I'm forgetting which god they reference. I'm not uh, boned up on my Greek. It knowledge. went nowhere.
3: That plot line went nowhere. That was it. That's, <laughs> it, that's, the, that's the
0: explanation. That's how we're going to – again, you think about everybody who's in, the, who's in the crowd who only knows the DCEU as fucking loose and crazy threads as those are of, like, Batman v Superman and what that world established, it's now, like – Wait, so it's just some god made a stone and put it out there to fuck with everybody, and now it's, just, it's like, what? What are you talking
1: about? But it's, it's interesting because you guys are talking about how, like, magic for you off, or at least Greg is talking about and, and, I, and I just Well, I was bed- prepared
0: for it is what I'm saying. I think for a general audience. It's yeah,
1: I, I, I totally understand that, and, and you're absolutely right. Um, but for me, the second you introduce Greek gods into anything, I'm like, cool, anything can happen, right? So to me, when we start the movie off with we're an island of Amazonian warriors, who were created by, you know, the same mythology that created the Greek gods. I was like, anything can happen. And so the stone to me wasn't necessarily – it didn't throw me off that the stone existed. It was just – it what threw me off is that it, they had to establish what the rules of the stone were and then get it in the hands of the bad guy, and that took an hour and yeah. and some change. And then, Greg, to your point, the biggest – I think the biggest – um the, the cardinal sin of this movie is that – we see Wonder Woman in one scene, and it's a mall scene, which parts of it are actually kind of fun. I'm like, oh, this is mm-hmm. interesting, like an interesting way to introduce this character. Instead of a grand, like big, epic thing, because we just saw that on Fenyskira, she's just saving some people in a mall. Okay, it's a little weird that they chose to have this, like, <clears throat> group of, like, completely incompetent idiots rob a jewelry store at the local mall in, like, in Brea. But whatever, that's fine. This is where we're, where we're setting this. Um, But then we don't see Wonder Woman again for an hour and 20 minutes, and it's like, what's the – what are we – here, Tim Geddes, what's up?
2: What what did you prefer, Nick? Did you prefer the guy that that got pushed through the giant drum thing and, like, kind of rolled around for a bit? Or did you, like, like, push the little kid and and she kind of, like, flew into the giant teddy bear?
1: So I will be honest. When she pushed the kid into the teddy bear and the kid, like, laughed, I was like, how did I know? Ending. I was like, that's I was adorable. watching
2: this movie and I'm like, Nick's gonna love it. Nick's gonna <laughs> <talk and laughs> love it.
1: No, no, I think I think the scene is I think the scene is ultimately doesn't doesn't necessarily work. And I think to to does the kid part. Of, Nick was gonna love the kid part. Oh, the kid part was the kid part got me, of course, because that's what it should that, that should happen, right? There, at one point, Wonder Woman should save a kid, and the kid should be like, "This is awesome! I'm seeing like a real life superhero." <laughs> uh-huh. You know, it was cute. What was weird was that... I feel that like it like, just had a watching It
0: was like, oh, fuck, cribbing notes here. I was like, what people liked about this movie. Shit, we should put this in our... But
1: it's but it's weird because when you start thinking about it, you're like, okay, she's like, shh, don't tell anyone. There's 400 people watching this. Also, after she flew in and took two of the guys out is when she takes the cameras out. So they have full half of this stuff because she didn't think to take the cameras out beforehand. And it's just, it's very strange. The other thing that I wondered, I was like, there's a moment where she goes, we gotta get to um, the Middle East. I forget what, what country they Egypt. have. To go. They go to Egypt. Egypt, thank you. Um, and she goes, we gotta get there, but you can't get there because you don't have a passport.
0: You know you're burning so much plot stuff. I feel like if we're getting in, hit me with the fucking Okay, okay. Well, on, no, and Kevin, Kevin's going to
1: well, No, the question I had for this was, what has Diana Prince been doing for 60 years? Has she what just been
0: at the Yeah. Also, didn't you see the, the photos she that are showing her? She, old she old liberated friends. people from the concentration camps, which was an interesting choice to put her into. She went to New York with her uh, the friend, the one who dressed her in the first movie. She yeah, was yeah. there as an old woman. She started Trevor
1: Ranch and then apparently left that when she realized she's not aging. It was just one of those things where I'm like, why? At this point, like, I would h- expect a woman of her, like, having lived a hundred years or whatever, basically being immortal and being incredibly competent and incredibly strong, to just have vast resources at this point. And she's, don't get me wrong, her apartment's baller as shit. And shout out to the Watergate building, which is hilarious that they actually said it, said it there. Um, but I was like, how do you not have a private place at this point? Like, how are you not balling out? You've got all of these abilities.
4: I don't know. So That's Bruce Wayne's thing, like being rich. Yeah.
1: Right, that's, that's the power.
4: Uh, just one more thing. Like, the plot also like, was it original or have you guys just like forgotten the ending of Aladdin, where it's like, all right, he turned himself into the stone, he became the genie. It's just like, why was the pun? Like, shouldn't it- when he wished? But they the did it be- really early here. Yeah, uh, that's it's- the end of Aladdin. No, I know, so because, but I'm just saying like
1: the bigger thing to me is it's
2: it's Death Note, it's Code Geos, but done poorly. It's just like all of the like, oh, there's this cool fucking power wishes to or whatever. Right. And like when he uses the TV studio, it's like, guess what? Death Note did that way better ten, fifteen years ago. Yeah, well, all
1: that stuff. I thought all that stuff was fine. I just don't think it was. it just wasn't exciting. I was like, this makes sense. Sure, this this checks out. And Pedro Pascal is out there, just man, he is putting in the work on this character. He is like. I don't know what happened. Maybe he got early cut before they filmed all his scenes. And he was like, I got to take this shit to 11 because I'm going to throw this amazing wig on. And I'm just going to be this character who I think, I think his character. And I think the, one of the moments in the movie that I thought was like, Oh, I wish they had gone this way with it was the moment where Kristen wig becomes she, like she's running out of the thing. And then she sees the guy that, that assaulted her before. And she just, Kick the In trunk, down the fucking the suit. The that guy suit. has not. Well, that guy's put on a down. 5 day binger.
0: I go down to the Congress. I go there. I stump for big tobacco. Then I get a bottle of fucking booze and just Dude. wander the park.
1: <laughs> that's what I, know, I do every
0: night. That's why nobody sees
1: me for a week. But so that that moment of her like becoming the villain and kicking that guy down the street, I was like, oh, that's really cool. I wish this was the tone of this movie. I wish it was a little darker. And I wish that becoming they the villain by her. doing
2: what Diana did, and we we're all like, yeah, get him okay <laughs> before, I, <laughs> before, before we get to the plot let me tell you about our sponsor i want to tell you all about gabby we're looking for ways to save money right of course we are we always are but especially now so let me ask you this how would you like to keep an extra 961 dollars a year in your pocket andy i know you want that 961 dollars. give it that's to exactly, me exactly that's exactly how much gabby customers save per year on average on car and home insurance uh i checked out gabby it's super great you get to Go check it out. It just checks to see if your insurance across the board is saving you as much money as possible. It's super easy. It's super quick. It's super free. It's fantastic. This is the time of year we go shopping for insurance. Gabby takes the pain out of shopping for insurance by giving you an apples-to-apples comparison of your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers like Progressive, Nationwide, and Travelers. You just link your current insurance account, and in minutes you'll be able to see quotes for the exact same coverage you currently have. I did it, and I found out that I actually have the best deal already, which is great. It's a, a nice piece of mind though, because for years I've been worrying. I was like, am I overspending on this? You know, I don't want to do that. I'd much rather save $961 a year, but it's good to know that I have the best I can possibly get. But you aren't so sure of that, so you should check out Gabby. Uh, Gabby customers, uh, let's see, if they can't find you savings, They'll let you know so you can relax knowing you have the best rate out there and they'll never sell you info. So no annoying spam or robocalls. God, there's too many damn robocalls these days. Uh, you're probably overpaying on car and home insurance. See how much Gabby can save you. It's totally free to check out and there's no obligation. Go to GABI.com slash morning That's Gabby.com slash morning show. Gabby.com slash morning show. Gabby with an I. Uh, and next up, shout out to Green Chef. Green Chef is. The first USDA-certified organic meal kit company, Green Chef, makes eating well, easy, and affordable with plans to fit every lifestyle, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, or just looking to eat healthier. There's a range of recipes to suit any diet or preference. Joey DeWell has been using this for for years now. Kevin Coelho has been doing it with that vegetarian option because of Paula. Ain't that right, Kev?
4: It's really good, even though there's no Mm. meat. I love it.
2: Yeah, yeah. But if you want meat, there's meat options as well. Blessing's been using it. He's been doing the meat option, and he loves that. Uh, Green Chef is the first USDA-certified organic meal kit company. Uh, Green Chef makes eating well easy and affordable with plans to fit every lifestyle, whether you're any of the things I mentioned before. Green Chef is the first ever and only keto meal kit on the market. It makes sticking to a low-carb lifestyle easy, with recipes averaging only 14 net carbs each. Uh you go to greenchef.com slash morningshow90 and use code MORNINGSHOW90 to get $90 off, including free shipping. Uh, that is greenchef.com slash morningshow90 and use code MORNINGSHOW90 to get $90 off, including free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Let's get in to the plot. You're muted. You're ah. muted. You're ripped. Right. I'm not.
4: No, you use the word gated. Oh, come on, oh my pots, my pots, to my
5: pots. Everybody! It's gonna be so off tempo. It's gonna be so off beat. It's good
3: enough. People enjoyed it. What's
5: up,
0: everybody? Welcome to Wonder Woman 1984. We open on the island of Semiscara, where we're having the 19th annual these chicks run games, where they're just out there, and they're doing cartwheels and throwing shit. These and fucking riding and horses games. and shooting arrows and there's smoke and there's all this stuff going on.
4: Um. Hey, guess what though? As, Already, Kevin? Just, really? I'm sorry. Just <laughs> there's a competition with fucking like what eight adult women and then a child that they haven't told has magic powers, right? She's just an eight member, but she
0: doesn't even know too, and also remember the first Wonder Woman she wasn't allowed to do anything, so it's an interesting choice that her mom's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, camps I, out there doing things because she mean, wasn't it, fucking doing anything in the first movie
1: this uh this wasn't this was a weird choice for me, and I don't think it was because I think the the young actress that they had cast she did a good job, and I think ultimately the scene ended up working. but when I was watching this back a second time, I was like she should have been a teenager, and I think the reason why that would have worked better for me was because when you know the idea of becoming a teenager trying to figure out who you are that's like when you start figuring out who you are and in this one i was like she's just so young it just seems weird and then just scale-wise you have all these amazing like women running around who are jacked and like super fit and then you've got this little tiny person just kind of like leading the 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 flock no that's the wrong word the group Um, is she doing different
3: stunts too is she doing different things
1: I don't know, but all I know is this: by the time they get they get to the top of that thing, I was like, for sure they have to jump through the quidditch the hoop, right? And then yeah. no one did. No, <laughs> and I was like, What's you the What are
2: the quidditch tube Yeah, they it very different. bizarre shit. Andy, I'm with you. Like she was, well, at least she was at least taking the course different, which I was like from the get go. I'm like, Why are you it? cheating from the start? Like there's yeah, be a designated path of obstacles you have to go through. But yeah, I mean, you're she, totally right. It should have been a teenager. She
3: was that. doing di- she was doing different things, and for a while that made me think, oh, is this her only her training? Is this her trial, uh, uh-huh. like because I saw her just not doing the same stuff that the other women were doing, so I was kind of throw off, thrown off by that. But yeah, yeah, I agree with you, Nick. Little tiny baby, like big kid, like weird. little <laughs> kid. But yeah. then
1: this scene goes on for 45 minutes. And they <laughs> they on.
5: little
3: long! Yeah. We it got it like
0: early. I think we understood got... early what was happening.
1: They go through, and they start shooting arrows through these And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then they do it 19 more times. And if I were in the stands, I'd be like, this is the part of this this competition I hate. I'd go get some popcorn. I'd be like, yeah. this is dumb. I can't see anything. I, all oh, like, you're I was watching, watching Banner's Fall, right? Most of yeah. that pops up and Banner's They didn't even have
2: Hall. the Tokyo Drift freaking like, cell phones to watch what's going mm-hmm. on on the turns, you know? Yeah, yeah it was yeah. weird. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, uh,
0: little Diana's out there. She's doing it. You know, she eventually gets knocked off because she's not – and her mom (laughs) – hey, shout out to Robin Wright Penn for popping back up, looking strong as fuck as always. Like, what a – she literally is in Amazon. Uh, But, you know, she's out there. She's doing her thing. uh, She gets knocked off. Then she starts cheating, like, where she's crawling through a fucking sewer and all this fucking crap, like a little fucking rat. Like a little rat. Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. That was a good call.
0: Uh, she eventually, yeah, you know, makes her way back right. to the thing and starts to run into the thing like she's gonna run into the center of the thing and win the whole goddamn thing. But then she gets grabbed right by uh, Robin Wright Penn and is like, No, nope, you don't get to do this, you cheated, there's no shortcuts to victory as we we're talking about before, right? Truth is the only fucking thing. You can't fucking treat he, Robin Wright Penn. is like it's fucking truth, you What's the theme too? of the movie? <laughs> what's, what's
1: interesting though is she doesn't. She says a bunch of things, and they're all well written, and they're all different, a little bit different from each other. Like they weren't sure which one they wanted, so you yeah, kind of I was like, I like, don't know. Like I watched it again, I was like, I'm not sure. Like I know what the theme of the movie is, right? It's very mm-hmm. apparent. And I, but but when you have one character who is actually literally a mentor character pull the protagonist, the, the protagonist aside. And say something to them in the first, like, seven minutes. I mean, that's usually when they state the theme. I just wanted her to be like, hey, you can't cheat. Like, you can't cheat your way through life. You got to be true to yourself. That's it." She,
0: that well, does is Isn't that the final one she says? I kind you of does. Yeah. The yeah. final
1: thing she does say is something like that. But then Connie Nielsen comes over and says more stuff to her. And you're like, I don't. Like, I think I got the theme. But then they keep talking. And I was like, I don't know if I got the theme. Like, what, <laughs> what's the theme supposed to be? Right. I think they, they they got it across eventually, but I think it could have been like so much else in this movie. I think it, it could have, have been simplified funny. it a little bit more. It had one line where she's like, "No, you can't, you can't bring your dead boyfriend back from the dead," and then and expect that to be everything be okay, <laughs> Tim. With that. Uh,
2: I just love that we're so desensitized to everything we do here that Greg Miller has just been in this Wonder Woman costume for now forty three minutes, and I don't notice often, but every once in a while, I. It, I'm distracted by him adjusting his strap, Yep. Which, when he pinned, like up, when he pinned them up, when he pinned them up, I like him pinned but, up. And, yeah. and I was like, I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bring attention to it. It's not worth it. But then he just did a move where he went like this. I had to pull my like, chair. And, of and you, you sat, sat bottoms. And, and it revealed that he is, in fact, wearing the Wonder Woman bottoms, which yeah, his choice. He's when we working from home and, you know, for the record, being
0: seen from the waist up. For the record, you all had already covered your eyes and, I think, you know, disgust and maybe a little bit of excitement when I revealed the top. Got it. I did, at one point, stand up and adjust there and thrust a bit towards the camera. So your and eyes were all covered. The I viewers are well aware that I am in the Wonder Woman. Sorry. Back to the plot. No, this is a great point, and I think, like, Nick is – again, as we all talk about what this movie is, and I think – when I was watching this, and then we got into where I was like, oh, the two and a half hours is not going to work for it here, I was – I had Nick in my head, because I feel like Nick is always the one talking about, like, there's a good movie in here. If you edited this, if you left some of this out, if you did this, I think, like, what we're talking about, this opening scene has three distinct voices all trying to give you the plot or, like, what the movie's going to be about, and it fucks it up somehow, where it is – Diana Prince, you know, gal talking, narrating. (laughs) When I was a kid, I wish I knew some stuff, but I didn't know. And she's talking in the front and back of this. Then yeah, Robin Wright Penn is the one there saying, you know, talking about truth, truth in your heart. Then you're right. Her mom comes down and is like, the world isn't ready for you. And it's like, well, wait a second. Like, First off, gal should have just said whatever it's about truth more about truth or love or whatever the hell it's gonna be, or just left it to Robin right Penn or the world isn't ready for you. Like we already fucking got that. We already know that. this is yeah. Wonder Woman. this is the second Wonder Woman. It's what, her fourth D C E U movie. We're aware that she stayed away for a while before she came out, whatever it was. But they give us that to then get us to 1984, where it's the high flying '80s, right? And we start, you know, the the tube TV, and it is Pedro Pascal uh, out there, just fucking killing in this role. You know what I mean? Just hey, we need you to eat scenery and be crazy, and he's like right there, right? uh, Life is life is good, but it can be better, or whatever. You know what I mean? Right? Life is good.
1: But it can great. Mean. I mean, I, lo- <laughs> I love, I love, I love that somewhere, and this is me totally projecting on this, but somewhere in Pedro Pascal, he was like, they made me wear a fucking helmet from Mandalorian for so long. And now I don't have to wear the helmet anymore. And I'm just going to be Insane.
3: But also, I know, Also, Pedro, let's let's get that beard back ASAP, brother. You know, like I just can't. I <laughs> no. can't do he it. he gained he gained I a can't. little weight. There's no problem with that. You know what I mean? No, no, no. I just can't. I can't do the beard. I, like I don't think it's a weight thing, Kevin. I mean, it's just a smoothness of. No, people I, I, I think he's like a since, little baby.
4: Since we've seen Oberyn, he's gotten a little bit. You know, he's filled out. Filled out. Older. He's gotten, gotten, gotten older. Gotten and yeah, looks, but just let's just get weird. it back.
3: Like I need, I need it back. With, and it's I feel like the I feel like I'd have the same effect. And I maybe I'm projecting my own biases here. Go ahead, Nick.
1: Maybe you were just responding. Maybe the the real response subconsciously was to the wig that they made him wear for no reason.
3: the wig. Which, um, I don't know. Wiggin' out with Scarpino.
1: What's going on, everyone? Uh, there was just as far as I could tell, one egregious wig in this, and it was Pedro Pascal's. But I think it fit oh, with the character. Oh no, Diana so has terrible. Oh end? yeah. She oh, she, when
0: she's breaking up, when she's breaking up with Steve, along the thing, it's like, Lucy James is like, "What pair? the fuck is up
1: with this wig?" Oh, uh, was that a reshoot for some reason? Why would she? I don't know. It's weird. Wow. It really wh- wow.
3: The wig professor not knowing this is exactly. wild. Well, it's just 2021. So, like, off to a bad start for Dick Carpinos.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's just so much to, to, to unpack in this movie that you guys are going to have to forgive me for missing that one. But <laughs> Pedro Pascal's hair in this is epic. But it does the thing that I can't stand when they put actors in wigs is that it just – when they get frazzled when, and at the end of it when you're supposed to be going crazy maniacal, it doesn't move. And it's the same issue I had with The Queen's Gambit where, like, I loved that that show so much. But her hair is exactly the same every single time; it doesn't move, and it starts to become unnerving after a while.
3: She, think, he has like the flaps; he has the little flap downs quite, going quite a bit, where like he's talking to his son, and he's like, uh, "Wasn't well, something Maximilian, right?"
2: No, his no like? Artemis, right? Something Artemis, like oh.
3: Oh. Artemis.
2: <laughs> anyway, but he's got
3: he's got like the, the the little flaps coming down here, very similar to uh, Rafe in that. Uncharted Four at the end of Uncharted Four, Greg, when they're fighting in the boat I remember, and, there's all Frazzled, yeah, very similar the, vibes. Though. To
1: me, it gave me um, Sylvester Stallone vibes because Sylvester Stallone has those terrible hair plugs. then he's also he always has two wisps going this way to prove, yeah, hey, absolutely. this is real hair. This yeah. Is real yeah. Hair. But to
2: defend yeah. to defend Pedro Pascal's wig in this, I read it as it's a wig in canon.
1: Maybe. And that's why I think it, it works. works. Yeah. I think it makes your work really That's well. fair. That's fair. I just oh, think, I did think not. it works with the character. I just think it was a little distracting at points.
2: Whether no. it's a wig or like a, a like a ridiculous dye job, I think it fits with him being like this sleazy sales guy. Tim, I think you're I think that's
3: wishful thinking. I think I didn't I didn't mean to do that. That was cool though. <laughs> that was cool. It's
0: going to drive me crazy. I don't know, I can't remember this fucking kid's name. I'm trying to do it. I can't find it. Yeah, I was looking through the cast list, and there's a lot of fucking people in this movie, <laughs> and then when I'm just looking for it's, you're right, it's got it's a, it's got a, it's
1: got a, it a, but it's not Matt. Maver- it's like I a Traeus, it's or, or yeah. is it Atreus? No, that's like no, a God of War, right? But it is something like that. Never ending story. Yeah.
3: It's a cool ass name where I'm like, that's a badass name, dude. Oh yeah, I'll look, everybody everybody I'll look it up. It. I'll look everybody, it up while you go into right, cool. plot, Greg.
0: Anyway, so yeah we're then we're off the island where uh, I already said we're 1984 let's go it can be better uh, it's you know uh, black gold and that's what he his company's all about. It's totally a ponzi scheme of like you know you, you don't have to work hard for your money, you don't have to do anything we got oil you, you come and commit to us. You can get oil too. You'll get rich. You'll get rich quick. You know, not have to put any work. The American dream. Um, meanwhile, this is all happening in Washington D.C. These motherfuckers steal a car. They're driving it around, being a bunch of morons. They're about to hit somebody. Wonder Woman boots the car out of the Alice way. There. Yes. Alice there. Alice yeah, Allison. Allison. Sorry. Um, uh, you know Wonder Woman does a bunch of little shit like that on the road, saving people. Uh, a, a fucking she at one point I forget what happens, but like she saves a bride in really bad CG. and was like Whoa! and like swings her to safety. I guess
1: she was about to fall in the water or some shit. Who the fuck? But it's, it's so this is interesting because we're starting this off and we're seeing Wonder Woman in these little moments, but all she's doing is and like saving people and 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 solving crimes that are. In my opinion, beneath the stature of what the character should be, right? And that's weird that after 60 years, all she's done is 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 do that. And I think that's the vibe they were going for, which is why when it built up to the mall scene, they were like, we're nailing this. And I'm like, she's saving people in a mall? She literally fought in trench warfare in World War One. Like she literally that epic moment where she fin- we finally see the Wonder Woman costume in, in Wonder in the first Wonder Woman, and she walks out and starts fucking deflecting bullets from the the German soldiers, that was yeah. amazing. And then the first time we see her in this, she, like, she kicks a Pontiac out of the way.
0: <laughs> is, I think, honestly, one of the reasons I don't like magic in the DC Universe, period, not even in the EU but also why I've never been able to truly connect, I think, with Wonder Woman as a character. Like, I don't – like, it, Clark and Superman, right, there's a, there's a dichotomy. there Bruce and Batman, there's a dichotomy. You understand how one half begets the whole, right? With Wonder Woman and Diana, it's never been – made clear I feel in terms of like a here's the definitive version. Here's what it is. Linda Carter is amazing. I love you know I, I I was so excited when we finished this, I immediately started up and the people in the room were as excited about Linda Carter as I was. So I started up just to watch the intro of the Wonder Woman TV show. But even there, like as a kid who watched the Wonder Woman TV show, like it was a cool, fun, bright, colorful show that was a superhero, but I don't remember there being like a there's definitive this is what's driving Diana Prince to do this, right? And I feel like that's the problem we have with this character in this movie, let alone with Wonder Woman in the DCEU. the more they tell the more they go to the prequel Diana and work forward the harder it gets to be to understand where she is in this and so yeah like for me you know she does all this stuff we've kind of talked them all seen to death not really but we have talked about it but right after them all when she goes back to her apartment right there I feel is there is nothing and I am you ladies and gentlemen if you have not caught on a big comic book fan there is nothing I feel more fucking impotent and just limp than seeing a superhero in their fucking rad-ass costume, a live-action, anything. Their superhero in their live act walk back into their normal life and walk into their bedroom. Like, she doesn't have a layer, She doesn't have something that moves. She doesn't hide. Like, what is she? It's just she has this one room with all these closed-circuit TVs and this gold armor, we eventually find out. But in this, we just see her walk back into her daily life, which is, yeah, working at the Smithsonian and then – running around in her costume with the costume covered up and kicking shit out of the kicking cars, but then run, she saves the – but she can't fly, and she can move fast, but not, like, flash fast. Like, what the fuck she is she She roller doing states,
2: with, though, kind of.
0: Uh, right, that's what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, she's definitely on fucking strings.
2: Great. Definitely. And you, You're a huge comic book fan, but I don't know how you missed the, the, the clear nuclear man symbol on the floor of the mall. From Superman oh. for the quest for peace. Well you they know so it's fun, it
0: defended definitive character in Superman Meta, <laughs> you know what I mean? I did I'm Sorry, I didn't get to that in the mall. But, yeah, the mall stuff happened. Like I said, we already talked about it. Generic-ass people break into a fucking jewelry store. Uh, there's a really gross thing of nachos that go into the arcade. You're like, yeah, I want that. There's some really fat bucks eating cheeseburgers. I love getting cast for that. You know How do I get passed over for that? I can take a bite out of a
1: cheeseburger, Patty Jenkins. Fuck. Greg, you would have nailed that. You would have right? fucking nailed it. Yeah. I don't
0: know how many takes you need. I'll keep doing it. Spit the cheeseburger after the first 15 into the, bur- the bucket. Then the next 15, I don't eat them. Then the next 15, I eat them, Patty. Let's go. After an this, and so yeah, the mall. I think a jumbled scene of a million different things going on, and again, setting up that this is going to be campy. And I think that if there's one thing I thought we had learned, I thought we had fucking learned from Joel Schumacher, do not do campy superhero movies. Just don't do it. Like it can't. It does not work the way you think it's going to work. And this one will continue not to work that way.
1: Well, I think what happened was they saw Ragnarok and was like, we can do something different. But but what they failed to to, to realize is that Ragnarok wasn't like. The second movie in a franchise. Yep. <laughs> you <know? You're, laughs> we
0: are, as audiences, we've already been established, hey, Thor's cool with the Avengers, don't like his solo stuff that much. Right. They're like, so cool, so let's, let's get weird different. with it. Yeah, Whereas this, they were like, man, DCEU sucks, Wonder Woman was a bright spot, let's have more of that, I guess. Let's, let's do another prequel. Why, has... why do another fucking prequel? What are you doing? <laughs>
5: All right, anyway, uh,
0: Um. She goes home and hangs up her, you know, uh, bustier and her stuff, and then, you know, she's back to her regular old life. This is when we are introduced to Kristen Wigg, right, uh, Barbara Minerva. Uh, she is a fucking dork, am I right, guys? <laughs> Kristen Wigg's wearing glasses and her hair's up. This woman's not attractive at all. And so she's totally looked past by everybody at the Smithsonian. Nobody knows who she is. She wants to hit on this one guy, Brad, or something. He it was top fucking collar. I'll tell you what, a bunch of uppity... Fucking nerds working. at a goddamn Smithsonian, all right. Uh, but he's he's there and he won't do anything <laughs> with
2: her. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've who the been fuck who who, who are you? You are Bucky Brad Star with
0: your pop collar, right? You're not going skiing on the weekends. You're looking at fucking bugs, you weirdo. <laughs>
1: Here's my question for you guys: Do you think they nailed the '80s in this? No. Okay. I, I, I because I didn't I didn't think so, but I was like they're do all the elements are here. But I can't pinpoint why not. I don't think this works. There's a mall. <laughs> like, that's the element of there's it. There's a mall, like,
0: and there's Bartle and James wine coolers, and, and there's they have
2: colors the Nike and, shoes. and fashion. And uh, there's but politics has, yeah. in the background. Like, that's right. really kind of what it feels like. It's yeah. I, I don't know. Man.
3: I, really quick, just back to Kristen Wake being such a nerd or whatever, I've been loving the memes of, like – why is this always such a character in every one of these fucking movies? And it's Pierce. Guy Pearce in Iron Man 3 and it's uh it's Jamie Foxx in Spider-Man as it's always they're nerdy with the glasses and then they get cool with the glasses off. Like it's just it's so overplayed. It is so, except this time it's not really Like, Diana saying, hey, Kristen Wig, fuck off. You're a loser. I don't want anything to do with you. So that's, like, a little bit of a different change. But for the most part, it's the nerdy person with the glasses that wants to be cool and then becomes powerful and a superhero. Instead
1: of Diana basically telling her to fuck off, they go to lunch and become really good friends. And Diana's (laughs) like, hey, everything you think about me is not right. I actually don't have that great of a life because I've suffered this horrible loss. And you have a lot of great things going for you. And at the end of that lunch, I'm like... Oh, huh, these characters are gonna be friends, and if there wasn't a magic wishing stone out in the world, I think Barbara Nerva's life's gonna start to
4: look up right now with through her friendship <laughs> I think these
1: Absolutely. guys are gonna. I think these two people are gonna learn a lot from each other. I think it's gonna be great. <laughs> but, you know, uh, very, very, instead, very true. Very true. Instead,
4: she wishes her like her personality then changes, and then she gets electrified right. to death. Right? <laughs> no, no, not <laughs> no, that. She's that's not, that's not that. Dead. She's oh. alive at the end. she um, she, she, oh, she, she, uh, she her wish. wishes
1: her wishes as well. So my point, sorry, my point in bringing up the 80s vibe, by the way, just to go back to that, was like one of the things that I'm always worried about when they do these period pieces in the 80s, specifically 80s that we all sort of anecdotally know because they've come back into vogue here and there, um, is that there's such a thin line between it working with the narrative and working against the narrative. And in this, I do feel like it was distracting to have a lot of these 80s elements because I feel like it was written by people who were like, I remember the 80s, I think. Right? Breakdancing, bright colors, uh, politics, those are the things we're going to do? Yeah, cool. Throw all those in there. And I think unlike Stranger Things, which was smartly set in the 80s because it adds to the sort of overall horror vibe to not have all this modern technology, I do think they
3: underutilized the period a little bit. And and, and they really underutilized...
2: (laughs) 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 Am I forgetting something like, was there a single 80s song in this?
1: There was a moment where they walk into the party and you hear the beginnings of an '80s song, but I can't remember <laughs> which one it was.
2: Got it. They sort
1: of like they sort of put those Wonder things
2: Woman, in 1984. <laughs> yeah,
1: but it was interesting because they literally even the title splash. I was like, oof, that no, mm-hmm. that's too much. That's like someone like went over to like uh, Digital Juice or whatever and downloaded the '80s template, and they, you know what I mean? Or AE Juice, whatever it was. Yeah, it just didn't work real quick aside because uh, I haven't done or talked to you guys all in two weeks or
0: whatever I had a nightmare during break that uh, I saw Ghostbusters Afterlife and it was awful like I had a
3: full-fledged nightmare
0: like I woke up and I was like oh because like I remember it ended and they didn't use any of the Stranger Thing kids any all the stuff we've seen from the trailers they didn't use and they didn't you know, they like they didn't use Paul Rudd Paul Rudd wasn't even in the movie I was so fucking pissed
3: I just anyways, like I, just, I like that to anybody else that wouldn't be a nightmare just be a normal like whatever dream <laughs> <laughs> like like to
1: me, it would be cool because I'd be in the movie. I'd be like, well, it's not very good, but at least I'm in a Ghostbusters
0: movie. <laughs> I've already lived that life. I'd have to live that in 2016, Nick. I don't need yeah. that. I don't need that reality again. Um,. Anyways, like, yeah, you, we brought some points there, too. One of the things about, you know, Diana going back to her apartment was to show us that she's still hung up on Steve Trevor. We mentioned this way, way earlier. Uh, and she's totally lonely. And, you know, she's down there like uh, Barbara goes to work. Nobody likes her. Nobody cares. Even her boss can't remember her name. She runs into Diana. They drop a bunch of paperwork. She's wearing heels. Scientists are wearing heels. Ha, <laughs> ha,
1: What do you got, Monica? Uh, no, I was going to say we, we skipped over a small scene, which I actually kind of thought was good um, until the waiter came, where she's sitting by herself eating, eating dinner. Ah, yeah, and she yeah, She looks yeah, up yeah. into the sky and sees one of the planes. And then the waiter comes over. He's like, uh, are you waiting for someone? She goes, no, it's just by myself. And then he proceeds to clear the table. For I know this is totally going to be a Nickism where none of you guys noticed this. But for me, yeah. the waiter starts clearing the table, and it takes him a half hour to fucking pull all this shit <laughs> off of the other side. I'm like, we get it, dude. There's – She's by herself. Like he could have just grabbed the glass and left, but they had the full placemat <laughs> and all the and like eighteen courses of silverware there. I was like, oh god. Follow up this this to
0: that too was yeah. Nutshell, she goes to hail the cab, and the other guy hails it too, and then he's like, we could split it. She's
1: like, no, because she's so closed off to the world. She's right. she won't love again because of Steve. Which anyway. which I totally I'm like I get that I love it. It's comic booky, but it has been in fact sixty years, right? Uh-huh. Of living not, with people. Of living with people. Oh, a i think it's a lot of superhero people. movies. No, no, no. I mean, well, yeah, for sure. But I just mean, like, in the world of Wonder Woman, she has been, she has had a career. She has had, hopefully, friends. She's been around these people for sixty years. Yeah. At no, at some point, you think she'd be like, you know, I'm over it. Like, not, I'll always love this guy, but I've moved on from it. But I guess her, she's her closest friends far. have died. <laughs> like, yeah, she's seen her friends get old and die, right? That's yeah, amazing. I mean, the yeah, we're talking, we're, kind of, we're in this. Like, it makes sense. Actually, I guess in that regard, it does make sense because when I think about other movies like in that same ilk, uh, you have like Highlander, right? And one of the reasons why he was closed off was because of that because he knows he can't have friends because he's just going to watch them die. He can't have a love because every time he's fallen in love, he can't have kids and he just watches them age and then die in his arms. So he's like, I don't want to do this anymore. But for her, I'm like, oh, man, I don't know, man. You got a pretty cool life. She like, never you're, you're really he did dope. it, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you don't get
0: me wrong. You're like, she was the first man she ever met. And so, like, great on her for falling in love and, like, having a great, you know, week-long relationship with him. But then, yeah, she he died. And she hadn't even fucking ice cream, you know, in the first movie till she had the ice cream. So, like, then to be just out and about in the world for 60 years, you can't go back to Semisgera, right? Like, yeah, you have to make up some kind of thing. Like, she's some. hanging out with the woman from the first movie again, from Sean of the Day, I can't remember her name. Uh, but, like, yeah, she clearly is making relationships. She's forging, she's having jobs. She takes Barbara out, and it doesn't strike me as, like, oh, man, like, what a weird, the, she really overcame social anxiety or some shit to do it. Whatever. Right. Great. Barbara gets transcended. Uh, the boss doesn't remember her. The boss is like, hey, by the way, I, FBI's coming by today. They're both like, wait, FBI, why? Uh, turns out the jewelry store heist was not really a real heist. They were just there from stuff in the back, and so we need to look at some of the stuff. Alright, fine. Uh, then the Barbara Wonder Woman lunch happens. Uh, or dinner, actually, I think, right? Late lunch, or whatever. They go to, they go out to do their thing. They have a few Barrow and James or whatever. It's like Nick was saying, the whole thing's brought up of like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, you know, I'm not really the going on type. He seemed like the type that would go out all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. is Barbara talking to Wonder Woman. Uh, and yeah, it's, you know, grass is always greener situation, right? Where Barbara's this loving, caring, compassionate person. Uh, however, she's just you know a nerd because of her glasses and her up uh, her hair. She can't and walk and in heels. heels. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, yeah. I can't uh, walk in heels either. Yeah, actually, and I guess I actually skipped a little bit ahead. Here. Yeah, you can. Like, they, they, yeah, they, they get. They, so like that, the FBI was coming later. Uh, then I think we must have cut over to Pedro, right? That makes sense, right? To see what's yeah. up with Maxwell. Uh, Maxwell over to. there. Yeah, Maxwell. Well, not not yet, right? This is when we're introduced. Uh, yeah, I guess it is actually. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, Maxwell Lord is introduced here, where he's. Uh, he's. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Right. He's. Okay. You're not saying anything. Yeah, I, I
1: think he walks in and we see <laughs> his <laughs> opulent thing, and he's like, he's been searching for the stone, but then there's that asshole guy that's there. He's like, Yeah, no, no, right. right. I feel
0: like I'm missing something. I'm missing. A, there's well, you
1: missed, like, missed the part where they do the wishes, right? Where she's like, Well, this stone is stupid. And, like, why? I this don't stone's only worth $75. We don't do that yet. No.
0: We, we, there's something that happens between them having the thing. Let me pull it up. There's something that happens between. You know, it doesn't fucking matter. Why... Don't b- bust wall. Yeah. So, well, they you're fucking, fucking I'm not fucking I know I am. Well, let's just get <laughs> out of it. Let's get out of it. Anyway, Tobacco Awards fucking uh black gold thing yeah he goes in there his son's there it's not it's in disarray there's all these empty desks. there's one receptionist running around the, while his son's there and he forgot that it was his weekend one of the investors shows up and he just tears him a new one and says he's going to take this yada 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 and he's not going to give him any more money and then maxwell's like you know what uh i have something big coming it's gonna be huge you don't want to miss it. it's like ah fuck you you're you know you're a con man and you're like, i'm not going to and he tells his son, I'm not coming. And said, blah, blah blah. And so then we go back, yeah, and now the stuff has been delivered or whatever from the FBI. They're looking at it all there, uh, Barbara and Diana. That's where they find the wishing stone. They pull that thing out. And they're like, it's a weird little thing. And like, yeah, Barbara or uh, Wonder Woman can read it because she has a passion for languages. It's Latin. She translates it there, you know, hold the thing, make your wish. And uh, Barbara's like, oh, man, that's crazy. I'd have so many things to wish for. I don't know what I would do. And Wonder Woman holds it and closes her eyes, and her hair goes, She's like, I do, and wish then she's like, do. wow, wow, you know what I mean, fuck, it's wonderful it's wonderful wish for Steve, or, and back in her apartment, the clock starts, Steve's watch starts clicking or whatever. Uh, then, yeah, Barb, uh, Wonder Woman's trying to leave, but Barbara you know, kind of opens up about being down on herself or whatever, so she's like, let's go to this uh, dinner. They go to the dinner, Bartles and James Wine Coolers, like I was talking about earlier. Um there there, like we said everything just happened, that's great. Uh they, I honestly thought this was a date. I was very excited. It felt like it kind of a date. They were kinda of like I could see them, uh Barbara mm. clearly infatuated Interesting. uh in and feeling Diana as one would. And I was like, Oh man, I mean, this would be a cool turn if they kinda of introduced this as a love affair and you know, stuff like that. It. it wasn't. Uh it's just them becoming gal pals, just pals, just gals me and pals, pals. <laughs>
1: There's one thing about this scene that, by the way, I, I was like, it, it was unnerving to watch the entire time. The sheer volume of wind that was hitting the actresses' faces while they were having dinner on this this patio. I was like, that doesn't seem comfortable. So there's a moment where at the end of it, the, the the camera dollies out, and both of their hair just gets hit hard by a gust of wind. I'm like, go inside. <laughs> this is it's not the wish wind, man. Just Just wishing all over the place.
0: Barbara walks home through the park. Uh, That's where our down-and-out congressman (laughs) guy comes up. And one of those, you know, he's always there, uh, stumping for the nicotine. He decides to go after Barbara. Hey, chick, you wanna fucking get a kiss or whatever? And he's over there and he's trying to do. You like kisses? (laughs) <laughs> she gets trapped, and she closes her eyes, and then Diana comes in and just kicks the shit out of him, and just, poof, just throws him across the way. It's a real far kick into a trash can or whatever. And she's like, "How'd you do that? Oh, it's very simple. It's all physics and simple self-defense. I can teach you that." And she's like, "Just go home right now, though." And I'm like, oh, "What are you fucking doing, Jesus?" Rather go home. Uh, Barbara goes to uh, work. Where she uh, goes uh, back to the thing, picks up the stone, wishes that she would be like uh, Diana, you know, powerful, strong, all the things that Diana is. Not knowing, of course, she's wishing to be Wonder Woman, but the stone knows. Uh, she falls asleep there. Um, this is yeah. Uh, we wake up. She wakes up in the morning. Uh, guess what? She her, her hair is now. She's hot. And she's like, you know what? I don't need pants anymore because I have this pink sweater on. So she pulls this pink sweater a, a into pink, a pink sweater dress, and everybody's like, "Wow, you're hot, Barbara." Oh, we missed the thing too, where a guy wished for coffee and got coffee because he had the Yeah, house. that was funny. I wonder what, what he
1: lost. For that what a waste! What a fucking right. waste!
0: I hope this son was nice to him. Like, listen, we know you didn't really understand the rules.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna take a fifty out of your pocket, Paul. I'm gonna
0: take your time for fifteen minutes. All right? Yeah. <laughs> now okay. we'll learn how the rules work. That's <right>. horrifying, though. <laughs> Hey, I didn't say it was going to be like easy, but whatever. Anyways, uh she walks out and she's hot now and uh it was, of course nothing has changed. She's still Kristen she's beautiful.
1: Yeah, uh
4: they didn't even try. They didn't even try to like make her look different. Suddenly it was just that everyone was obsessed with her. And yeah, totally. The effort in this movie is so low on everything. It's uh, the confidence that you have inside,
3: though, Kevin. You know, yeah, like so if, I, you, if you carry yeah. yourself different. No, it's not then,
4: though. It's it's just magic. Like she now has that seductive magic in her. You know,
3: every once in a while, when I when I walk around, Kevin, I try to like, the, am I a half an inch taller here? Like I, I try to like kind of. You know, straighten up the neck, straighten up the back. And maybe, I think it does add inches, yeah.
1: I can't tell you how many times I've watched him a Comic-Con party and just chanted myself, six feet, six feet, six feet, yeah. six feet, six feet, right? You just gotta and have then that you walk feet, around. and you have to just have, just have that Tim Getty's six-foot-one confidence when you walk around partying.
4: Mm-hmm. Six foot-one. I'm six, six feet. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, See, it's tall, tall, you Tim. tall is tall, Tall is tall. Shorty don't like it. <laughs> so don't make fun of
1: Yeah, yeah. Stay in your lane, like Tolly
3: stop
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, this,
0: this again <laughs> oh, crouching down to listen to what they have to say all right these all right. <laughs> how dare you,
1: how dare you. Uh,
2: so she walks
0: out the boss is back remembers her name and she has Maxwell Lord with her who's going to be this huge donor so he needs a private tour and the entire fucking thing they spend the day together wandering around Max only is interested in the stone right but still can't exactly get to it however there's going to be this big party oh Diana shows up she doesn't trust Maxwell Lord of course she says hmm something's not right about you she doesn't own a TV that was i thought this was kind of funny i was just like i don't know i don't know the tv ah oh, you call this guy and i can get you tv she's like no nah, i'll stick with the one i don't have or
1: whatever yeah i like that line
0: um and so it's like yeah there's this party i don't do parties i'm diana and i'm closed off to the world because you know my boyfriend died okay great whatever <laughs> uh and so they're like oh i'm gonna go to the party see you later because max is like that's when i can get the stone even though it's right in there i just have to go in your office but whatever i'll do it i'll do it under the cover of nightfall uh so he bounces uh, Barbara is kind of like, woohoo. and then, uh, Wonder Woman finds in the box where the stone was, uh, Maxwell, uh, a receipt that no one thought, the FBI, the fucking FBI didn't think to lift any of this shit in the boxes, underneath the fucking crate paper is a little car or a receipt that says Maxwell Lord on it, like, oh, fuck, oh, why did I didn't think of this. So Diana's like, shit, now I do need to go to this party. Uh, meanwhile, Kristen Wiig went goes and gets a dress, and it's just a skin-tight t- t- skin dress. And the woman's like, oh, my God, you're killing this dress or whatever. And she's like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to be fine about it now. And uh, she goes to the party. We really just
3: needed – like, we needed the 80s montage there. I know we get one for – we go in for Chris Pine, yeah. but we really – like, I, <laughs> I what I knew mean, <laughs> – you'll understand the analogy probably only you is the scene in Family Guy where they're like let's do the 80s dressing up montage and you'll walk out with new stuff and for the first couple times we'll go like this we'll shake our heads no but then you'll come out and we'll go that's the one. <laughs> and it's like you <laughs> have to have the shitty music, and we just didn't get that with Chris and Wigg, unfortunately. No, you It's a, it's a missed opportunity, sadly. Uh, she
0: goes to the museum benefactor party, though. Uh, everything she's uh, gorgeous, and they're looking at her and talking to her. Uh, Pedro Pascal comes up; he's talking to her, and they're they're macking on her. And then Diana shows up, and she looks spectacular too. And then she's trying to find Pedro, and she's he's always one step ahead. He's always one he's always one stair- kick away. You know what I mean? Blah blah. blah. And so,
1: sorry. Well, I was going to say, I do want to give a shout-out to um, Diana's costumes in this. Whoever did the costume design specifically for just Gal Gadot fucking nailed it. They, yeah. they dressed her perfectly. Yes, yeah.
0: yeah. And that's, again, where I feel like, you know, we said earlier, and it's true, that we don't see the Wonder Woman outfit again until, like, at the hour and 20 mark or whatever. And it's like, well, she's in the whole movie, but, again, I just don't feel like Diana Prince is an established enough character where it's like we care about her exploits at the Smithsonian and what she's doing in her secret identity, that it would matter. I don't know. It's a weird it, thing, right? no,
1: it, it becomes that problem of like, yeah, it's it's. I thought it was kind of fun trying, like, watching her and Steve Trevor try to figure out this mystery and stuff like that. But unfortunately, you're always in the back of your mind. You're like, it'd hey, be way cooler if I started to lift the tank. Like, there, there's just cooler stuff. You know, she's gonna do it. And like,
0: that's really. the thing is, uh, Andy. I want to get to you one second. Don't worry. I, I feel like that. I understand why they do it because it's such a long run to see her do Wonder woman stuff in the Wonder Woman costume. So you give the mall scene to, hey, here's Wonder Woman, you're getting what you paid for right away. I would have rather it been, here is Diana's normal life for, I'm, I don't know, 20 minutes to 30 minutes or whatever. And then something happens and she has to be Wonder Woman for a second. And we see right. the stakes start raising rather than this... Hodgepodge all over the map of where we're going with the plot.
1: And it's not like – I mean, they were obviously doing a lot of odd uh, nods to Donner as Superman as well. And so you, you, you one has to imagine, like, you know, they had that scene, that wonderful, perfect scene where they introduced Superman for the first time where the helicopter was yeah. falling off the thing. Like, you could have had a scene like that where she saved Barbara as Wonder Woman, and and then that made her think, oh, I want to be like that instead of being like Diana Prince.
3: And you have something to say, sir? I, I, well, Tim got cut off, so I was just kind of wanted to – Tim was going to say something, but his voice got, like, gorbled and jarbled you know
2: thanks for looking out but i don't know
3: oh, okay <laughs>
0: uh so yeah she's looking on the party uh maxwell lord and barbara go to her uh, office to make out a bit at which point max takes the the stone uh diana loses track of the earth ma- on track from the crowd but gets approached by a strange man who starts saying steve trevor's final line and then the camera spins around and guess what it is steve trevor Oh my God! They're reunited. It's amazing. Like I said, Maxwell takes the stone downstairs. He gets the stone, and then immediately, yeah, immediately, right, wishes to become the stone.
5: He takes yeah. Back his yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. He takes it back to his office and be, want, wishes to become the stone. The stone turns into things. There's <gasps> one of his many O faces in this thing, and fucking things are swirling. and great. we then cut back to, uh, I think it's in front of the Washington Monument, right? Maybe the Lincoln Memorial, which is the same thing, the reflecting pool. Uh, and diane are walking catching up what's last thing you remember yada 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 okay yeah these questions are pretty all right but then she sees like yeah you know i woke up in this guy's apartment like wait what and then it's like that's a that's a weird okay that's a weird thing to do but we'll get back to that i guess and then yeah we cut away and and, you know i'm the only person that was like wait a minute where'd the guy go don't yes. you feel bad for the No, girl. and that's the whole where thing. We're going to go home? to it right now. We're going to go to it right now, where he brings, Steve brings her into this man's apartment. And it is revealed to us when he looks in the mirror that he is not Steve Trevor. He is, in so fact, this man. Life. Yeah. He has taken over this man's life and body, and Wonder Woman sees him as Steve Trevor, but everybody else sees him as but, we're going to call him Bob. Everybody else sees him Wasn't that
2: revealed earlier? Yeah, that was Wasn't revealed that? earlier. No, we, we, we first the camera. Yeah, when they spins around. No, 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 no,
0: no. That was revealed. That Yes, that, but, like, if you're a viewer at home, you could easily be oh, cool, he just turned into Steve Trevor. When we get to the man's apartment is when we look, Steve looks in the mirror and we find out, no, 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 this isn't that kind of magic. We didn't just... Make Steve's body. We didn't make Steve into this person. He didn't just take. He is this man still. He is still. Right. It's like it's all of a sudden. Well, I, Steve Trevor was my you're, like, line, okay. you're taking over my entire apartment. You're sleeping with me. You're, you're eating, eating on
1: my pop tart.
2: You're eating I, on my pop tart. They're making fun it's of really problematic. it. Problematic. Yeah, no. Yeah. It, it is like it's such a bizarre choice that I don't understand how ever would have get approved. But no. like, 2020. Like, how the <laughs> fuck are you gonna be like? All right, man, yeah, this, this man now has no consent over
4: any action. And that was the raging. thing. so
0: many people talked about this. There's been so many, you know, think pieces and tweets and stuff about this. of Like, you know, this, this is rape on the, on the fact that they just immediately jump into bed with each other. But it's also just the fact that, like, Wonder Woman and Steve, who, you know, is an, uh, a war hero and a, in a hero. We've seen that, the, the, the character of him from Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman. They walk into this man's apartment and, like, play it for last. And joke about the bike and all this other shit. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's kind of a mess. And like, you, wh- what about this man's family Where and is friends? He? And the, yeah, like, th- there's, I, I, this for me, like, and I know plot points and picking it apart. Yeah, this was a huge, like, I was watching this and it's what I was, I said very, very early ago in this long review we're doing, right? Of like, I feel like, okay, I'm watching it and I'm like, this must be part of the magic. The magic that there is making them not themselves to the point that they can ignore these kind of things. And it wasn't. It was just the fact that she was so excited to see Steve and he was so excited to see her. They didn't care that they destroyed a man's life. Like yeah, that was makes, fucked up. it's
1: unfortunate because when you start peeling back those layers, you start going like, "Wow, that makes these characters a little less likable." That she would just—I mean, this is Diana Prince, this is Wonder Woman. That her first thought—I mean, granted, yeah, you haven't seen this guy in sixty years; you've been pining after him to the point where you—you you can't even.
3: Timing. They go. Me and uh, Nick both coming up with like yeah. things that we didn't mean to do. Did not, did not mean that Good job. But, like, yeah, being yeah it, does, it does.
1: It does make you think at a certain point she should have, like, at no point in the movie, and correct me if I'm wrong, does she think, wow, we really got to return this guy back to his life. That yeah. is not her, any of her her concern. Her concern is like, oh, I got to give Steve back because if I don't, the world will end.
3: Can and you like, imagine if it was my life that was taken over and if you just one day saw Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman walking around with me in the street? and be like, what the fuck? But to her, she sees Chris Pine? Yeah. Like, yeah, what she is going on here?
1: To be fair, at that point, if we all got to be your like uh, your like your trustees, I'd be like Andy would want it this way. Just leave it be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Be Andy doesn't want it I, dude, to come back. What you, a sweet Andy, relief! What a sweet Andy relief that would yeah.
0: not Twitch streaming, and he's ha- he's in
3: a happy relationship. Just let it be. <laughs> to just, yeah, just one day Can wake up, to just one day wake up and not have an existence anymore, and like suddenly I'm just with Gal Gadot, and I don't know it. And then like I'll come back to my body and be like. I don't know what happened in the past two weeks. What did I do, guys? Like, you dated Gal Gadot. It was crazy. You ate a lot of, hours, worked out out of yeah. <laughs> It out, too.
1: It
0: was really good. You slept normal hours. You really had a schedule. It was great.
4: You, really, you, you, you ate you vegetables?
5: vegetables? <laughs>
0: uh, so
4: yeah, it's weird. I just wanted to say, like, I got the feeling that Gal Gadot, like, she, like, she isn't hit by the magic where she sees Steve Trevor. I just got the feeling that, like, that's kind of what she felt, that it was Steve Trevor. Uh, yeah, And what it, yeah, it was supposed to be. So she could see that, that it was some other dude, which I feel like makes it ten times worse. Because now, mm-hmm. every time she looks at him, she's like, oh, yep, that's Steve. But, like, right. that also is a man who had a life that I guess doesn't anymore.
3: Yeah.
4: I don't buy it. I think she saw Steve. I think
3: that. I think she idea. saw Steve. No, I think she saw Steve. I, well, I, I think, think she... I, I, yeah, up. I think, I think it's
1: supposed to be, like... I she see you because she says it, I want to see you sort of thing. Yeah, right. all I see is you. She goes, I see this guy. He's like, "This guy's pretty okay." She goes, "All I see is you." Yep. I think it's just that's what they want. Yeah, to Yeah, they I make mean, fun of him being really a bit matters. fat
0: too. And like, Jesus, guys! Like again, like where is the let's uh, yeah, the kiss yeah. and then break away of like we can't do this? Like I we need to figure like and think I mean, about for like a again, more complex movie. Be in the movie. fucking writer's room for ten seconds and think about how easy this is to explain away, Nick. Oh man, she's going to take over this guy's body in his house. Oh, that seems kind of weird, doesn't it? Yeah. What Are other 80 film? What other 80 Are they, they gonna, be- gonna fuck with his Yeah. Or what yeah. other 80s film? Or like, could we do that kind of? Oh, you know what, guys? We're dressing him like a fucking model. Why don't it just eight mannequin? Why not just have eight him be a mannequin in fucking TJ Maxx that walks off all of a sudden? That'd be fucking well, so, funny and like interesting, and then it would make sense when Pedro Pascal's like, "Oh, you want to be a real boy? Is that your wish?" It's. Uh,
1: you know, but, but what's funny is, like, I would have totally – this was totally fine for me, but I thought there was going to be a resolution to this. I thought they were at yeah. some point going to be like, hey, this is wrong, what we're doing. This guy had a life. But they never get Instead back to it. Yeah, we get that, the guy at the fucking Christmas tree. Like, it's all just so wonderful. Yeah. I have
0: no job, and I blacked out for three weeks. i <laughs> tell you what, man. <laughs> you think he's liar? It was the,
1: it was the 80s, man. Yeah, I know, 80s, right? Yeah, know, but, know, but, know. but you have to imagine that at some point one of the writers was like, or we could just have Steve come back. Or we could just, she could just turn. She could be walking down the street and look over and see oh. Steve Trevor in his World War I pilot outfit. Be like, Diana? And Why I wouldn't they
4: do like, that? That would have been everything. so
0: much better. Because, uh, uh, w- of course, then he wouldn't have an apartment, guys. Where would they, where would they go? He yeah. an apartment. Oh, oh my God. God, you're right. And they took so long oh. to establish that. Fuck, we forgot we had
1: the fun for no fucking reason. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That he could have yeah. been like, holy shit. And they could have done every single thing there. He wow. He could have woken up in the morning, and he could have been yeah. in the kitchen being like, this machine is amazing, and it's a coffee maker. Or, like, have you tried these things? And they're Pop-Tarts. like. All of these scenes could have been fine instead of having them be in this guy's fucking twin bed with his mahogany uh, wallpaper mahogany. behind him. It was
2: weird. My, I think for me, when it, when we're everything we're talking about now, we just spent the last ten minutes talking about the problem of the main wish of this movie, right? I think that the wish is the gimmick of this movie. It's the thing that makes it unique. Being in the 80s isn't unique for a movie. We've seen mm-hmm. that a million times, right? Being yeah. a superhero movie is not unique. But, but this bit of these characters, good guys and bad guys and normal people get wishes, like that's the gimmick. And every single time they do it, it's bad. Every single time, it's like it's either they overcomplicate it, like the Diana Prince situation, or completely just throw so much shit in a blender like they do at the end where everyone gets wishes and it's just fucking chaos happening on top of each other where it's like this – if you just focused on a couple people having wishes here and there and and added some layers of complexity that it all added up, this could be fucking phenomenal. But instead, it's just noise and you can tell that they're like – Oh man, uh, we need to really like add more to Diana's wish to make it seem like it's more like interesting than it actually is because it, it should have just been he's fucking here. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, did she let him go? I,
1: I,
3: I would love it if, the, if in the writers' room they're like, you know, what if he, what if he was a father of four? <laughs> like, no, we don't need he has gotta has gotta Steve got Steve's got
0: a Steve, Steve brain surgeon. He has to do this operation. Right?
5: <laughs>
1: it's that scene from Spies Like Us where they're just like dipping below the table to read about brain surgery? And yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. Back yeah. Up. you imagine if they wrote that scene where his kids are like dad? And he's like, I don't know who the fuck you are, K Walk past them. Just walks like fucking like shallow how he just blows right by the people
5: he
0: loves He doesn't even acknowledge them. Anyway, we
4: wait, sorry, one quick question. Didn't he have moments know, where he was like remembering that dude's life. I don't recall that. Uh, I could have sworn there was a line where he was like, ah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter.
0: Uh, So, yeah, this is also, so she's like, uh, you know, okay, cool. We've got to stop Max Lord. He knows something about this. It's the, you know, the tie into the thing or whatever. Um... She's like, "We gotta get the stone number one and find out more about that thing. uh This is where they get the montage of them dressing him in a bunch of different outfits, which I thought was flat. I, it should have been more fun than I thought it was, but it went on too long. It's like everything else in this movie and just wasn't that enjoyable. uh I know Tim wants something say that Tim before we get out of this, I was just saying how I thought the montage of dressing Steve was flat and could have been funny, but this wasn't I absolutely agree, Yeah, I could. However, they finally
2: picking out. So they not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for waiting for mine. <laughs> I, um, no, I, wanna, I know uh, that's something you'd want to comment it, no, on. I know no, that's no, the totally. same fashion or function of it. No, it is. It's just, like, like that to me, it's – we. I, I don't want to do the whole, like, oh, we saw the trailer and, like, all the funny parts of the trailer, but it's, like, it, it really was for this, where it's, like, all the jokes that kind of did work, like, we've seen before. And it, there's nothing additive. And, in fact, I think that seeing the scene of Barbara and Diana having – the lunch or dinner or whatever the hell it was in the trailer, I was like, oh man, this is gonna be great. And then you see the movie, you're like, oh, that kind of fucking sucked. And then the same thing with the the montage scene or like all the jokes to Steve Trevor, it's like, oh, they're gonna add some really great stuff. And it's like the jokes that were funny in the trailer fall flat for me
0: every single the time. Trash can, right? Yeah, the trash, trash can was a funny yeah. one in the trailer, but like by the time we see it in the movie, like, all right. And so yeah, right. that's the thing because like they leave in the outfit, they walk around, and he, she's introducing him to the 80s and all these different things or whatever. Trash can is just a trash can, but then he sees the space shuttle on the side of the Smithsonian, right, or National Air Museum. Which one is it, Kev? Smash,
4: uh... I think the Smithsonian.
0: You're right, that's where they're going. Yeah, they're uh, oh, yeah, right. And so she sees it there, and he's like, Is that a plane? So she takes him on a tour here. And let me tell you, to all my Division 2 Division players, right? Man, I, the Division 2 players, I, I, when they walked in there, I was like, Fuck, they nailed this. Massive fucking nailed the, the Smithsonian on the inside. Because I've shot, I, was, I literally said, I've shot, I've,
2: I've killed so many people in this place. Yeah. And we thought that was fun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, so she tours around there and shows them some shit, and then they eventually make their way down to their department where Barbara is just – everyone's enraptured with her, and she's up there giving a funny little lesson and talking, and everybody's hanging on her every word. Uh, Kristen, wait, you killing you? Uh, And then they walk in, and it's like, hey, we need the stone. And she's like, oh, oops, I don't actually have the stone anymore. Uh, oh, I think also Barbara went and worked out. She's super strong. We, I don't have the stone anymore. I uh, gave it to Maxwell Lord, and Diana's like, why would you do that? Blah, blah, blah. Like I just I don't I don't know you know I just did it. it's what it was it's like, gotta be whatever. Right but right? Right? but I, did
4: she didn't he steal it? So why yeah, he he for it? That's
0: weird, he, right? He had said that he wanted it, right? Then they started making out, and he's like, "I'm just gonna take it." And he took it and put it behind his back, like he was stealing it. But I guess it's a pretty big thing to get out of there, not letting her know
4: it. So yeah, like whatever. I guess you're right. He was like, "I have friends that can identify it." Yeah, right? yeah, yeah it's
0: whatever. Who cares? And and, and and on this list of cinema stands I'm not going <laughs> to that too high. Um. Meanwhile, with Maxwell Lord, yeah, he goes back to that old guy who took out all the money, and he's like, "You're right, I w- I was lying. I was doing all this yeah, getting. Don't you wish it was a success?" And I'm like, oh, of course I wish it was a success." And then Max's like, "When well, I then I you know take all your yours."
1: Yeah, so this is the first part where, where we're introduced to the idea that if you wish for something, the stone takes something from Lucky you. Plus, yeah. Right, um, which. I was like that's an interesting concept but then Maxwell takes like whatever he wants multiple things and gets multiple wishes like well, is, am I crazy and So yeah he but makes like the but, decision on but, what it's taking Sure but shouldn't it be one to one like you get the, the, if I'm not mistaken the rules of this world are you get one wish and they take the one thing that's the most important thing away from you right That's kind of what they that's what they talked about but he gets to go he goes I'll take all your shares and you're going to be out of my way through something that's not going to happen, right? And then later when he goes – when he, so he's just is taking whatever he wants whatever from his he people. Whatever he wants, yeah. yeah. Which is, I guess, fine. But at the same time, like, I thought you only got one wish. And then we're going to see in the third act where she gets another wish. Like no, if, uh, no, 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 no. Tristan Wig gets another wish.
0: No, 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 That's not what happens. Yeah, she, yeah. if, you, if you remember what happens is he's like, what I'm being generous. What do you want? She went, I want to be an apex predator, yada, yada, yada. That's her telling him what she wants. And then when he does the – Everybody's giving their wishes. He's like, all right, fine, and I'll take your health and give her your power. And you t-. he's giving Barbara stuff from the people he's t- he's getting. Oh, me. okay, okay. It's, I, I was in the same boat of you until I did a, a quick rewind of, like, wait,
4: what's going on? Oh, okay. If, um, if this what? shit was, was, like, any reality to it, he would have turned into a rock. He would have turned into, right, when he wished for it, the counter wish, instead of it taking his health over time, is he would have become the rock and, like, been – in the middle of it, like, fucking sure, under a yeah. microscope. What's
1: the, what's, what's, the, uh, what's the phrase from uh, Aladdin where he's like, grand power, itty bitty living space. Yep, yep, there it is. That concept, yeah, that yep. would have been it.
0: Um, so, yeah, uh, he, so then he leaves and, uh, yeah, whatever it is, the SEC or whoever busts in, FBI, they bust in, they're going to take down that dude, and he's like, all right, it works. Uh, was no here.
1: Played perfectly by Pedro Pascal, where he's like, this is the FBI, we need someone to, and Pedro Pascal goes, huh, are we in danger? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're just here for tax evasion, and he's like, oh my word, I thought, I, I Pedro Pascal, give him the Academy Award.
0: Yeah. Uh, we're mashing a bunch of stuff up, but then, you know, he goes back to his, uh, 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 the black gold place and the receptionist there and she, she not, she's not actually not there and he's all mad and then she's upstairs answering a million different phone calls because everybody's calling because they heard about this windfall of oil and money the place has gotten they all want to be a part of it and he's like well do you wish for more help she wishes for more help people just start showing up and he's getting their wishes and putting them on phones and yada yada black gold is off to the races ladies and gentlemen Kevin you're shaking your head in
4: disgust it's just so dumb that like uh, is this the unemployment thing we're looking for jobs is what ended up happening you know I love it I love, love See, all this it. stuff.
1: I think it's, I think it's fun yeah. and silly and, and kind of clever in that he has to get other people unbeknownst to them to wish. What well, is clever about not.
4: this? Like, I I,
1: just a, I think it's just a, ter- a, a different, uh, a, a way to get around the you only have three wishes trope. That I thought was interesting. I'm like, that is actually an interesting way to do it. Instead of you wishing for more wishes, you become the thing that grants wishes, but you have to con everyone else into doing these things, and then it's sinister because they don't a they don't know it's happening, and b you're taking something from them unbeknownst to them. So it's like it's this violation that happens that I just feel like it just degrades his soul. And then when he sees his kid and he realizes, like, he's trying to convince his kid he's doing it all for his kid. And his kid's like, I don't want any of this. I just want my dad to be present in my life. And I don't care if you're a big man. That
3: doesn't matter to me. It's just, it's just, yeah. I there's some layers to it. That I, 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 I'm with I, Nick. Every, like, every time those, every time those moments happened, I, I enjoyed him. Like, I, I love the people walking in and like, oh, hey, I'm looking for a job. Like, yeah, you're high. Like, I I love that, yeah, he is kind of getting these people yeah. to wish for stuff so that he can get what he wants or whatever. Even right. with, you know, like, hey, how's traffic today? Oh, traffic sucks. Wouldn't you wish that traffic was super easy and it opened up, like, the the Red, red sea? sea? Yeah, of course I do. I, I, I do wish that. And then, like, I just love that, that all those on, moments yeah. happen. It's cheesy, but I – I, I that's, it, a little part of the enjoyment I had watching this movie.
0: I'm there with, I'm, I'm honestly right there with you guys, where I think it's one of, when I said it was, there's a lot of good ideas in this film. I think it's a good idea, and I think on these little things it works, but it is that fact of, I don't think magic's explained it well enough in the universe, let alone the rules of this. And then when you do get to, now I'm going to have the world give me wishes, I mean, it, yes, it descends into chaos, but it also just doesn't make sense, because we see it on such a small scale. Where the guy's like, I wish you died, and she's like, I wish all the Irish people got rounded up. And it starts happening, right? You're going to tell me some white supremacist doesn't see this, and he's like, I wish all minorities were gone. And, like, we don't see those these things, like, blinking in and out. So it is I wish I was king. I wish I, I well, had a million dollars. I wish I, I was famous. It's like it's to you. millions of crazy-ass wishes.
1: I don't think you need to see that because I think the the thing that they were trying to establish was, like, the big threat is obviously, like, the the superpowers from America and Russia wishing for more nuclear arms and seeing and see, that I just escalate. don't think like that
0: – like, that – you said – we said earlier in this review talking about it of, like, oh, and then, you know, like, the Cold War and all that stuff. Like, I don't feel like that's well done at all. I feel like that's an afterthought. And I was like, oh, we're going to have an 80s thing that's not about that. And then it's like we get a brief mention of it, and then it becomes this giant thing of, like, that's what's going to – and I was like, okay, like – I think the fucking dangerous wishing is way worse than this, and we weren't doing this. And I fucking hate, by the way, while we're here, anytime you're going to go see the fucking president, um, we're going to go see the president, and Mm -hmm. they do the whole thing and you open the door, that fucking president better be an amazing cameo. And if it's not an amazing cameo, I want it to be somebody acting like fucking Ronald Reagan. I don't want it to be some general-ass white guy. Okay, great. I mean, what What if they open it with Martin Sheen? I mean, fuck, have that's good. Rob Lowe mm-hmm.
1: comes in, and he's like, hello. Oh, <laughs> my <That's> God, Toby's <laughs> Toby. No, but actually, here's a here's real question for you. What, what was the thing that, that the stone took from him? From
0: Pedro Pascal? Yeah.
1: Yeah, he was going to die. Oh, okay, so that, that was what was taken from him. Because yeah, I, I thought... Kept
0: breaking, he had all that I, weird shit in the
1: I, I thought, thought one of... The, gonna, what a, okay, because I thought one of the interesting things that they should have explored was when he made that wish, it took away his humanity or whatever it was like you know how barbara nerve like it takes away her like love of other people and her kindness or whatever it is i mean, never got i mean yeah i did i mean she she becomes kind of a, 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 a you know unempathetic yes, like, human being you know, wasn't that because she cool was forever. fucking
4: cool and everyone is giving her attention not necessarily sure, completely that, that completely might have taken been, from her
1: no i i think we got the fact that she just hadn't like she just didn't have any empathy left like she didn't I, have the one thing that made her endearing to to diana which was that she was a, a sweet person but I thought the Peter Pascal stuff was interesting because I was like, oh, I wish I wish that had tied in a little bit more with his kind of redemption arc or the reason why he decides to to go backward is that he lost the one, like his son. Yeah, I wish his, his son. Should have his faded son out of it, right? yeah. And that was the thing it took from him, and he realized, holy shit, like this whole thing that I've been doing for the son has really been for me, and my son's gone now, and he should have been the most important thing. But
0: so yeah, all the stuff's happening. There's a million things going on. Is it important Kev? I feel like we're. I mean, I was just gonna, gonna say this
4: whole this whole movie, like everything is uh show not tell and, or tell not show. It, they just don't develop these things. Like what Nick's saying like sounds like a cool concept. I just feel like the way they execute everything is just in the worst way. That's all.
0: Cool. Um so yeah now they have a bunch of work and it's all popping off and it's all going crazy there. Uh 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 Steve and I know they have to go to black gold. They go to black gold. This is when they sneak into black gold and everybody's you know making million dollar deals wherever. And they sneak into his original office, and there's fucking dust everywhere from the rock exploding. And then they pick up the thing. Oh, it's old god magic. This is really fucking bad. Uh, We gotta find him. Where did he go? Uh, Well, he wants more of everything. And they have the magazine about the new king of crude over in Egypt or whatever. And that's where he went. You know, they they find a ticket in the trash. Well, that's for today. He's going to fucking Egypt. That was
1: weird because I was like, how did you get on the plane if you threw the ticket away?
0: Doesn't matter. Well, he wished (laughs) it. You know what I mean? Because (laughs) how?
1: You just throw away in the eighties. I don't know. I don't also, right, she right. does call Barbara and say, "We need to figure out where the stone came from ASAP." And then we get a scene of Barbara looking through the, the microfiche with fiche, which I always thought yeah. was kind mm-hmm. of cool. Yeah, it was cool. The guys uh, like coffee tea uh, me, which was a line from fricking uh, Working Girl, which they totally stole for this movie.
0: And then she gets all mad because she's not gonna be pushed around anymore. <laughs> and while we're here, she goes outside, and that's so when she fucks up the fucking booze hound <laughs> <laughs> Congress or <and laughs> whatever. Goes out, it is. She
1: goes outside first at every guy she pa- apparently in Washington D.C. in the eighties past 10 o'clock there were just if you were a dude you had to go out and just drink a lot and just grab <laughs> women this is what you did because everyone she comes in contact with is just a piece of total utter shit and I get that they're hammering home the theme of her like you know this is, this is why we're supposed to feel for her when she kicks this guy down the street and to be fair it works because I was like kick that motherfucker one more time kick his ribs in um, but then, of course, she gets the, 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 the nice homeless man who's like, what, Barbara, what's going on? What, this isn't you. And, and she's like, well, you don't fucking know me because you've been here 30 seconds a day, motherfucker, when I give you food. And she just runs off in her cool Nike.
0: Uh, meanwhile, yeah, uh, uh, Diane and Steve are like, we, oh, he's gone, he's gone to Egypt on this plane. And Steve goes, you guys have planes that can go to Egypt on, in one flight? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, that's awesome. I gotta fly one of those. And she's like, come on. And we're gonna get you, we're gonna go do this. Oh, but you don't have a passport, so you can't get on a regular plane. I know what we'll do. And so she go they go to the Smithsonian, back to the Smithsonian, mm-hmm. and they sneak on to the runway of the Smithsonian, and then they go, they sneak into all the planes that they keep gassed up, ready to fly at any point. And then they take Chris Pine, Steve Trevor, a man who flew in World War I and died in a plane. They put him into the fighter jet, and he goes, wow. This is a very complicated machine, but I can figure it out. Which one's the headlights? And hits a bunch of switches, and then he's like, wait, now I got it. There's about uh, 350% more fucking switches and dials in this thing that could easily kill me again or uh, other people I could run into. Uh, Diana, we don't know you're weak yet, but I know something's going on. It doesn't matter. I'm in here. I can fly this thing. Now, as if that wasn't fucking crazy enough, Kevin, I know science with Kevin doesn't exactly apply here, but – are fighter jets known for their long-distance flying, say a transatlantic flight to fucking Egypt from Washington D.C.? No. Correct me if I'm wrong. Aren't fighter jets known perhaps. for having such a small fucking range? They need a giant fucking boat to fly them any, yeah. or I'm sorry, boat air them air anywhere air. to then fly somewhere. Yeah, yeah. We all doesn't matter or... in this. Doesn't matter in this fucking movie because they're like gassed it up. is it gassed up? Who fucking knows? With all switches,
1: I'm wrong. Didn't she also? And you said she. They snuck. They snuck into the Smithsonian to steal a jet. Didn't she flash her credentials at the door when she walks in? No, she was yeah, like, probably and they opened the door for her. And checked the down to print. It was He's into from the, a camera. and she's like, hey, I'm coming in to steal one of these planes. The guy's like, whatever the fuck you want, man. It doesn't and
0: matter. And so you now we're in a fucking jet that Steve Trevor is just such an amazing pilot. He can figure out all this future technology. Guy didn't know what a fucking trash can was 30 minutes ago. You know what I mean? He <laughs> didn't understand that a stationary bike doesn't fucking move. But a plane's a plane. <laughs>
5: exactly.
0: You know what I mean? plane's a fucking plane. You didn't even to use the space shuttle podcast. you just showed me. I can get that fucking running, too. They climb in, they fucking take off, they get going, the the air traffic control is freaking out, of course, that a fucking pilot, or a, a, a fighter jet's been stolen. Get like, oh. Steve's like, don't worry, I'll just turn off the lights, they'll never find me. And they're like, no, I forgot to tell you about radar. Radar's a thing, they can track you even in the dark. He's like, fuck, what are we going to do? And she's like, that you know what? Fine. She's like, you know what? I've been toying around with this thing, I've wondered how my father, which I remember, of course, is Zeus. We probably should have driven this home and maybe given you a refresher that I'm a demigod. No big deal. Uh, anyways, he he hides some mascara from everybody. How did he do that? I've been able to hide what a coffee cup she says or something like that. And she goes boom, and makes the invisible jet fuck which, off. Which again, I was like every everything we've just talked about. I fucking hate everything we've talked about, including the uh, coffee cup. Boom. I once it was the invisible jet. I was like, for the, just for that one second, I gave myself the reprieve. Like. That's cool they got the Invisible Jet into this. It, and I'm then like, immediately back to garbage as they fly through fireworks. like fly, fly
2: through fucking fireworks. Like, that seems so dangerous. But I just hate that it's like, okay, we're getting the Invisible Jet. This should be hype as fuck. And it yeah. is not. It it's is not so lame. And it's like it was set up via lines of dialogue at the moment they do the thing. It's not like yeah. they set that up earlier. Like, yeah. this wasn't a reveal. This was a – the cause and effect happened at the exact same fucking moment. Like, yeah. that is so fucking lame. They do it again later. Very, very. I like, I like,
3: the, I like the fireworks. I like the fireworks. <laughs>
0: well, I, you, you know why you? I mean, maybe I'm projecting, but the reason I like the fireworks scene, right, is because I'm going through. I'm like, oh, this reminds me so much of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two at the end for Yondu, and it's like that thing mm-hmm. of like, yes. oh man, what a, what a great movie that was, and what a great payoff <laughs> to characters and building <laughs> that was, and what a great thing of explaining complete nonsense space and aliens all, but making it believable and real. Unlike any if this movie, I'm like. How are you flying a fighter jet to Egypt? How did you make a comment? How did he make a fucking comment not five minutes before? Of like, man, you guys got planes that are big enough to fly there? And she's like, yeah, come get on an incredibly small one that will <laughs> – we will be lucky to get to where the Titanic sank. <laughs> you know what I mean? We'll <laughs> 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 coast our asses there, let alone get – steal the fucking Concorde. And even then I'm not sure if it's got rain. Was the Concorde around in the 84? Yeah. Well, yeah, It was around But it, it, it country didn't country. go to
1: Egypt from New York, or it, it just flew really plane? fast. I, I'm sure it could have made the flight, but, but I think if we like down not. there quick, I don't know. The Concorde was the international plane, yeah. Yeah, yeah
4: but it country. went from the UK to New York, right? Like that's a very specific route where Egypt is significantly further down. <laughs> well, you, see, at limit, some point, I'm just
2: saying.
0: All they, I'm saying, they, Kevin, is I would have bought that more. I would have, I would have, I've been able to suspend my week more if it was that. Absolutely, again. be very fucking clear, we don't see them land the jet in Egypt. We don't see what they fuck. They're just in a car. They're in a cab in Egypt now driving. Clearly, in a movie, so bloated that you're like, there's nothing they left on the cutting room floor. Clearly, something happened there between jet and car. And even when Steve's like, are you okay? She's like, yeah, I'm fine. He's like, you keep saying you're fine. You don't look fine. What, What happened there? It doesn't fucking matter. Because even before that scene, we're in egypt and pedro pascal shows up and he walks over to the new king of crude and he's like hey you know what i uh, i'm here to meet you he's like i don't even fucking care this isn't a business i just want to know how you did this how you made your money so quickly And he's like i'll tell you i found the power of the wish and so he's like what do you wish for and like again uh Yousef, our friend from ubisoft put up a, a link the other day um to when he watched the movie he immediately tweeted of like this is offensive to me as an as an Egyptian, I, you know, I mean, as a person of color. Of like, this is such a stereotype of what people are doing. Of saying like, oh look at the, look at these people in Egypt that are brown. They're the bad guys. They're crazy. Using he he put up a, a post that I encourage everybody to go read. That it was somebody else that he linked. That was like describing how inaccurate this is, and how in a movie so steeped in the 80s, trying to be an 80s film, they went into something like Raiders of the Lost Ark, right, and grabbed the completely bullshit stereotypes, the racial stereotypes, and put it into this movie thinking it, and it's just whatever. Because they show up for one scene, what is your wish? I wish all of the fucking heathens would get out of my land, and I was the king, and there was a wall that separated everybody. He's like, wish granted, I'm going to take your oil. And he's like, I already fucking sold my oil. And he's like, well, then fuck you, I'm taking your security team. They're going to come be with me now. And they fucking walk out, and he's like, what? And this giant fucking wall goes up, and CNN's reporting that they found new documents or whatever, that he's now the, the king of uh, well, the area, of Egypt, whatever country it is the land and how poor people can't get to the water anymore and there's obviously a bunch of unforeseen consequences to a giant wall going up around everything. And again, this is when I'm like, "Oh, clearly the final wish of this movie will be to undo
1: everything." We're going to like, they're not going to leave this or bring down
0: they're going to bring down the wall, sure, but then there's going to be these fucking because, giant
1: gaps. because this if not the end of this movie is the beginning of Endgame, where the fucking world is just destroyed. Right. We, we, never, dig off. we, we never, never dig out. We never dig out of it. it right? yeah, out of it. Yeah. There's a giant yeah. – that wall alone would take, like, half a fucking year to just take down that whole thing. Anyway, um, we
0: get oh, – sorry, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, but I love this next scene, right, where through he, sheer happenstance and coincidence, they just – I mean, Egypt – That am wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong, Kevin. Egypt, one road, right? Not a very big country.
4: Yeah, it goes run by the Nile, so it's just one road. So just one road. They just happen to find
1: the, – they just drive by this caravan of people. I'm like, oh, God, this is how we're going to start the action scene? And sure enough, that's how we start the action scene. And sure and, enough, yeah, if, that's, if that was them, can we
0: buy your car? Gives them a wad of American cash that looks to be about $25. And he's like, yeah, sure, no problem. Take the car. And so you take off. Go ahead, Nick. Sorry, you're right. it's, like
1: that, it's like that scene from EuroTrip where he's like, I buy my own hotel now. <laughs> like the, the nickel. This scene is – Is just so awkwardly weird, and then this action scene starts, and this is where we get the effects that I'm like, wow, did they A, run out of budget, or B, run out of time? And I have to imagine the answer to both of those is no. They had a lot more budget than they could have used, and they had plenty of time to fix the CG, because as a lot of people pointed out, this movie got delayed 1,800 times to the point where I'm like, what? I don't know. I just feel like when we finally do see Wonder Woman again after an hour and 20 minutes, this scene is just lackluster, and it doesn't even need to happen because why would he immediately think they're coming after to kill him? Does he even know who Diana Prince is at the point? How would he know? How would he know? And why wouldn't why wouldn't they just pull up beside him and hey, we want to have a conversation with you real quick? And he'd be like, "Who the fuck are you guys? I don't even." Know. No, it's smart like,
0: enough to understand people are there. That's bad
2: news bears. I, yeah, I mean, love this lo- scene. I love, the scene love so this action scene so much. It's the only scene in the movie that actually brings me joy. And I want it to be clear: I am laughing at it, not with it. Okay, like, it's thank God. Oh, okay, nice. Thank but God. It's absolutely horrible, but it is. It, we talk about camp. We talk about. We throw all these words out that I almost feel are compliments to a movie that don't deserve them, like. This to me is camp. This is them actually committing to, like, fuck it. It's going to be ridiculous. She's going to start running. We hear the music start to build up, and then boom, it just fucking hits. And we get a straight on shot of her running, and it looks horrible <laughs> with the do do
5: like, like, okay, this right, is right before they do,
2: where she jumps out of the
0: car, and she's like, Whoop, and she's like just in her entire outfit and putting her tear on. I was like, what?
2: Wow. wow. And she's like running between these fucking things, like, it's just garbage nonsense CG just moving around her. And then a torpedo is launched. And then she fucking uses her whip to grab the torpedo and fly, and I'm just like, you know what? Maybe yeah. all this was worth it. Maybe yeah, it was worth it. was just not, because, because, for some, this
1: is. because for some reason, also, we have to hammer home that she saves kids as well, because then we have two random kids playing in the middle of the street as this giant caravan's coming toward them, and I'm like, I don't... Why don't you see that? Why don't you see that? Why don't you see it? Yeah. They're, they're, it's right there. Oh, in,
4: why <laughs> like, are you playing... I get, I, why are you playing on the you road know. when you could play 20 feet over where there's just a I'll giant this. fucking desert? There's just a I'll giant desert! I'll say,
1: I'll say this it. because, guys, because in the 80s, and you guys know this, there's a lot of things we were scared of as kids, right? Lasers, quicksand. One of the things we were terrified, and Greg, tell me if I'm wrong, when you grew up in the 80s, were you not absolutely fucking terrified of not looking both ways when you crossed the street? That was no. just... They I hammered
2: think that in. I think we still teach kids. No, I think we still teach kids. I thought, thought you were about anymore, to go, go uh, of being in a desert and running out of water and seeing hallucinations. No, no, but, no,
1: that was just that was cool because that always led to something cool. That always led to someone saving you and then you went on the adventure. In the 80s, if you crossed the street without looking, you were going to get fucking creamed into the ground. That was what's going to happen. Yeah. Know, that's why. That's why I think they put that in there.
0: True
2: to this day,
1: but I, I mean, um, they put it
0: in there because they want to show that Wonder Woman values human life above all, right? Like that she's going to go out of her way to save. It's the same thing of like. And why isn't any of this cut when they fight in the White House and Steve goes to fucking shoot them? And she's like, Steve, they don't know what they're doing. You can't kill them. He's like, oh, okay. Which I thought... I knew they wouldn't because, of course, this isn't that kind of movie. But it would seem like they were building an interesting thing because, of uh, you know, um, I was going to say famously, I don't know how many of you remember this. In DC Comics, Wonder Woman killed Max Lord, uh, which then set off Infinite Crisis, which then kind of rebooted the universe. Huh. And it was a big deal because that was very much Batman and Superman don't kill. Wonder Woman doesn't kill. And when Max had, po- had the power over Superman to make him do whatever he wanted, Wonder Woman put the lasso of truth around him and was like, how do I get you to stop controlling Superman? And Max said, you have to kill me. And she fucking cracked his neck. And it was like a huge fucking deal to see one of the DC Trinity kill somebody. And that reset the universe. So I, I was like, man, in a different world, we'd be building to that, but we're not building that. Cause that's not what this movie is. And I remember how much trouble fucking Superman got in for killing Zod. So it's like, what
3: an amazing level of coordination between Chris Pine and Gal Gadot for him to say, look at me in the eyes. This is all nonverbal. Right. And he's like, Diana, yeah, I know, right? But, so he's saying Diana, but what he means is I'm going to shoot this rocket up into the air. I'm going to figure out how to, like, launch this rocket so that you can then lasso it, and it'll take you there quicker. And then the scene of her just Wait,
4: rolling around have with have these rockets? kids. What? I thought, like, right before he shoots it, he's like, point, I've so. got rockets! But yeah, no, I'm like the right there where
0: yeah, Andy. Same thing. Yeah, when he, when he goes Diana and he shoots the rocket, I was like, I legitimately have no idea what's to happen. And then she yeah. fucking flew on. And I was like, Yeah, yeah. She was like, What
3: are
2: you, see, what are you doing? Like,
0: first
5: off, but
0: yeah, uh, <laughs> the, the scene,
3: uh, uh, it's all just silly. Just like Tim said, we're laughing at it, not with it. And this was this scene I saw the day that the movie came out on. So I didn't see it until like a couple of days later. But when it came out, and that day, I guess it was Christmas Day, maybe? I don't remember when it was. was, was, uh But just seeing this scene broken out on Twitter was a real bad look. Because all of so much of the sequence is just silly as shit. And landing with the kids, and it looks bad, and the CGI is terrible. And rolling around with the kids is what I can only, you know, compare to the silly doll flying out of the window in Catwoman. Like... (laughs) <laughs> the idea that the idea that you could just roll around with these kids and be totally fine and then not get like a fucking bruise on them, I don't know, it's just it's so stupid. These kids would have been crushed and all this whole sequence is, I thought, really, really bad.
1: Yeah, it almost feels like they were like, Fuck, it's been an hour and twenty minutes, we don't have an action scene, let's just shoehorn this bad boy in and that's what we got.
0: Yeah, and again, it was like, oh, it's an hour and 20 minutes in, let's put Wonder Woman in her outfit. But again, the nonsense way they put her into the outfit. Like, I would have preferred it if it was like, I'm, Steve, I'm going, and she just puts on the, the bracelets, right? Or, or she was already wearing them, which you'd like to think is, ah, oh, fuck
1: me. Or she just shows up as Wonder Woman, because she's fucking Wonder Woman. Like, why do they have to drive a car around and, like, buy some dude's car and, like, drive? Like, why, you know what I mean? Like, why is any of this happening? You're Wonder Woman. We can do a couple leaps of logic here where she just catches up with the bad guy at a certain point because this is, in fact, a superhero movie.
0: But anyways, everything we just said happens, right? Wonder Woman got shot, by the way. She was bleeding. She's vulnerable. That was a new one for us. We're like, oh, I don't know what's going on. And so uh, she saves the kids. The bad guys get away. Uh, yeah, and Steve's like, you're shot. You're hurt. Like, what's going on? She's like, I don't know exactly, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so that was,
1: this was also a, a point of contention for me as well, right? Because the whole point was like, hey, you get the wish. But it takes away the one thing that is most important to you, which I guess in Wonder Woman's world was her power, right? See, her her ability to like save people and her ability to do all this stuff. But is it a it happens immediately or it's a slow bleed out and you lose your power over the span of six fucking months and then you're just a normal human being, right? Because for some people it's immediate. For Barbara Minerva, it's I guess kind of immediate, right? She wakes up and but I guess maybe not. Maybe after no, a week. Well, no, what, that was it immediate? Was there
2: any any evidence in this movie of it being immediate? Which I think the maybe losing, maybe I'm wrong. losing something. Losing something. I mean, guess no. Everyone sober. took time.
4: Yeah. 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 Okay. Right? Because the, the, the way this, this stone worked is that like eventually it would get rid of the whole society that they found. Like, yeah, I would, would be, be the, end. End of so the United States or fucked.
0: But then we fucked the whole world, you know what I mean? Because that's how it is. do you want the hate on the U.S. Don't forget. We go down. You're all coming with us. (laughs) Anyways, uh, so bad guys get away. Wonder Woman's bleeding. Steve and her, you know, get to a little village. Uh, They see on TV, Worlds in Chaos, you know, this whole thing with Egypt and the people that are, like, making moves on the new king and all that jazz. Uh, One woman calls back home to Christian uh, Wake and is like, hey, what's going on? She's like, oh, I found the stuff with the microfiche and fucked up this dude. And, it's, you know, it's all this bad stuff, but I can't understand some of it. So we need to, you know, go talk to somebody. She's like, I know a guy. All right, I'll see you there tomorrow. And so now Wonder Woman's bleeding and alone, and I guess they find their invisible jet, they park somewhere and refuel it and fly that fucker back, and that's how they get back to the United States and they make this meeting with a new character. We meet for two seconds, who has some kind of knowledge about the stone and like the ancient writings and all the shit they find. It's then into what we're talking about that yeah, it's the Monkey Paw. Whatever you wish for, you're gonna get it, but it's gonna take something from you and it's gonna fucking it's gonna fuck everything up and the civilization will collapse. And they're like, well, this is bad. We can't do this clearly. And Barbara slowly backs away, like, I don't know what be talking about. I, I love being strong and cool and not wearing my glasses and having my hair down. There's no way I could go back to a life of having my hair up and wearing glasses. And uh, they're like, what, well, no. And Barbara just she vanishes, right, because she's like, i got to get out of this thing. I can't be a part of this thing.
5: Uh,
0: meanwhile, Pedro is back, and he's got a million people in his office, and he's losing it, and he's screaming, and his son overhears him say that he doesn't give a shit about his son kind of thing. He only gives a shit about wishes. And so it's like, oh, fuck, I need to keep doing this stuff. And so he wishes, like. So he has a bunch of different people come through and get all this shit. And he's like, Wouldn't it be cool to so this one guy you know, I got to go, you know, talk to the president if I had a meeting with the president? And the guy's like, Yeah, that'd be a cool wish or whatever and you know, I wish that for you. He's like, Thanks, buddy And so he goes out and he gets in the car and this is the thing we're talking about earlier, I'm like, Oh, it's so fucked up, you know, the world's in chaos, everything's going to shit. Everybody's fucking running around, you know, wishing shit <laughs> And he's like, Ah, oh, no big deal like yeah, wish about the Red Sea, part and traffic, yada got yada. They start going. Uh back at uh Wonder Woman's apartment where this whole thing could have happened and we didn't have to have this weird rapey subplot with uh Chris Pine and this guy's life he took over. Uh, her and him are trying to come to terms with what's going on. Uh they you
3: know, uh Wonder Woman sorry, I like moved my keyboard and it hit the intro.
0: I love it. I we're gonna hear it one more time. We do it. Uh, Wonder Woman and him are watching all her closed circuit TVs. Uh, this is when Steve sees the armor over there. He's like, "What's this all about?" And she's like, "Oh, you yeah, know." Yeah, it's, it's 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 from my people. Um, uh, when you know we all left the world of man to go to the to be you know left behind, uh, when we went there to go be safe, we left behind one warrior, Asteria. Uh, Asteria, uh, and she was the one to fight. So we melted down all, or uh, my people melted down all of their armor into one super suit of armor for her, so that she could stay here and do it. Wow. When I
3: came to the world of man, I went to look for her, but all I could find was the armor.
1: What a cool all about. We'll
3: we'll what see cool, what this we'll see what happens at the end of the movie. That's what yeah. this is all about, you
1: know? What a to what a, give her a what quick a, action thing. Yeah, what a cool thing to introduce midway through your movie. That would have been awesome to start the movie with. What an awesome scene I wish I had seen, you know? But we get a little bit of a flashback and a little exposition to Tim's earlier point where yeah. it's like, we need this thing right now, so let's come up with a quick backstory it, for it, and then that's it.
4: It would have been oh, so man. easy, too. They could have just, whatever that tournament was, been like, that's the Asteria tournament. Look To win the armor, yeah, right? Or, or Not to, even to win the armor. Well, like, it was. She they was had there. a giant statue. Of her mm-hmm. in the middle, and they could have been like, and she wore the armor, which we've lost to time, you know. And it's so like, great, per- yeah. it's set up.
1: A perfect way to do that That's would be Robin Wright Pen or Robin, Robin, excuse me, Robin Wright, not Robin Wright Penn anymore. Robin Wright stops her from throwing the javelin through the thing, right? And then it immediately cuts to a scene where they're walking through the archives, and she goes, "Do you see this armor?" She didn't make. We didn't make this armor for her so she could cheat her way through life. Like yeah, yada yada. She the easy thing. way out. She didn't take the easy way out. She sacrificed herself for everyone. For the and by the way, the idea of like making armor that can stop all of the like all of the war, armies of man is a fucking awesome idea. Yep. But man, it just doesn't it doesn't play out that well when she finally so. puts it on and gets shot by 50 caliber weapons and it just destroys <laughs> it all immediately. Yeah.
2: Totally, that, that's the thing, Nick, is like, everything you just said, I'm happy they didn't do it, I'm happy they didn't set that shit up and make it extra epic and cool and hype, because then when it actually does come, it's the lamest fucking thing ever, and then gets destroyed immediately, and it's just like, she. Fl- I, I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but who gives a shit at this point? Do thing bro? She, she fucking flies up, she comes back, and she's in the gold armor, which is like, where'd you get that, what? Like, we know, what? what is fucking happening right now? Are they putting an yeah. answer
0: where she went to her apartment to get the armor for some reason?
2: exactly but it's what it's just it's weird where it's just like none of it is interesting and th- that should have been the fucking coolest moment of the movie and god it's not and then they have the fight scene and it's not entertaining at all it's distracting at how bad and awkward it is and then her armor seems to not even really help her
1: no it doesn't really help that much because cheetah can i guess just be, bite through it and then it's done and then it's gone in the way
0: this armor was made guys yeah. to stop a bunch of fucking spartans all right it's a fucking spear you give right now. You take twenty twenty one, Greg and Kevin. You mm-hmm. give us each a garbage can yeah. lid and an MK, Right? Is that a gun?
5: <laughs> an AK. Sure. Give us an AK. We going back in time to
0: fight a bunch of Spartans. We're you killing can kill them. Kill these guys yeah. in fifteen minutes. But get look, minute. yeah. Here comes this fucking. First off, they're as big as Nick, so I got the height advantage. They're throwing spears in, and I'm just knocking them away. Probably true. Knocking them
5: away <laughs> with
1: this thing. So, so let me just get this straight. You have an AK forty seven and the lid of what I assume is <laughs> an eighties aluminum. Yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> so
0: cool. I was thinking of an M4 and an AK, and I just put them together into one super gun, but I'll say <laughs> that Uh, so anyways, oh, okay, so yeah, they're in the room, they're looking, trying to figure out what, well, we gotta find Maxwell Lord, and they see one car driving through all the chaos towards the White House, like, oh, fuck, he's going to the White House, we gotta go, you're, you're weak, Diana, you're hurt, you can't just run in there, I think this might actually happen, no, no, it doesn't happen, you can't just run in there, it's like, we can't just do it as, like, Wonder Woman would do it, we have to find a different way, and there's no way to get in, she's like, right, there's this dude this aide who got introduced, like, through one line, way, like, literally two hours, uh, an yeah. hour and fucking 50 minutes ago in this fucking film. He works at the White House. He, in the middle of every, the world ending, in the middle of the world ending, he'll give me a tour. Because he probably wants to have sex with me. And so they call and she goes over there and uses this, and it's true, because when Steve walks up, this guy's not feeling it. And so he starts his lame ass tour of the White House, and they all break off to go find Max. Meanwhile, Max is in the office with the president. The president kind of just, like, you know, uh, uh, what's the thing in Harry Potter? Not evaporates. Apparates? Apparates, yeah. Apparates into the room. He's like, oh, I thought I was in the middle of something else. What's going on, Mr. Sure. Lord? He's like, ah, oh, you know, the fucking world's ending. Like, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, no money, money can save us. He's like, I'm not here for money. I'm here, to, you know, to If you want, grab his, push the shit off the desk and grabs him. It's like, if you wanted, Something. What would you want? He's like more, more nuclear weapons than our enemies, more everything else than the people. Blah blah blah. Like we have to be able to, you know, be the most strong power in the world. And max is like ah, perfect. Yeah, I love that. And in you know, wish granted. And in you know, return. I want all of your power. I want the power of the office. What he has, It actually is a funny turn of phrase that he has, right? Like the respect of the office and the office everyone respects, or some shit like that. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. that's
5: pretty good.
1: It's unfortunate because if the president had just been like, I wish that the Russians had less, all of this could have been avoided.
5: Sure. Sure. I wish they didn't have any
1: nuclear weapons and we just had them all. That could have been the wish, and they would have been like, well, I guess that's it. We're done. Of I course, so obviously they would have backfired. Yeah, world <laughs> peace would have been good too. <laughs> yeah.
5: How
0: about just a direct line this to would you know,
1: Gorbachev's uh, office so we could, just talk. we could just talk all this stuff out?
0: And so uh, he gives him all that, and, you know, he's like, great. And then what does Pedro Pascal want? And he's like, I want, you a power, but I want to be treated as a foreign um, an immunity and no taxes. And he's still, like, talking as a businessman. It's like, what? Dude, like, you're not, outside the world is coming unglued. And you're like, I don't want to pay taxes.
1: Oh, yeah, with right now. And see, I guess that was that was my question, right? I, I think that was the point of me asking, like, what did he have to um, get rid of? And it was his health. But I, I I was like, why wouldn't they have made it like his logic or his something? Because at a certain point, you're like, you made the wish, and then all of your oil wells are 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 just plumb with oil, and you're a billionaire now. Um, Do you need more wishes? aren't you done? Can't you just right, run your company? Right. That's,
0: it was And like again, like I've, I've seen in the lead up to this. And I think when we watched like uh, the fandom, which I know we never left, uh, when you see Patty Jenkins jokes. and yeah, Gal talk about right. this, they talked about wanting it to be in the eighties because it was excess, right? More, sure. You always wanted more, you know? And I, for me, Nick, I, I, have been on a kick and, or was on a kick with Jen in December of like watching, we watched wall street and then wall street, money never sleeps. Sleep. And we were watching all these like eighties movies like that, just like right. smarmy oh. fucking assholes in the eighties. And like, I get the wanton excess. That wasn't – like what we were talking earlier. They are in the 80s, but they never drive it home. That, like, that's what the problem is. Wonder, like If you want to talk about Wonder Woman and why she Diana is – distanced from people sure there's the broken heart of steve but it should have also been like at the start of the film i see the greed in these people right like, you know what i mean i see these people who we've been through two world wars we're lucky to be where we are but they they nothing is enough for them and like that's why, that's why i don't have a point tv point. that's why i don't go to the mall that's like there could have been something done there cool but but that would have been too dark, I'm sure. And everybody, BCEU people, we don't want dark universe anymore. Everybody, it's got to be bright. It's got to be colorful. Diana's hope. i the like, all, all right, right. Well, I think you can't they, have hope think,
1: if you don't have despair first. I think they tried to set up that he was like up against every time he got something, like someone else came in was like, now you gotta pay taxes, now you gotta do this stuff. But I just don't think like they nailed that home. So it ends up coming off that he was just this crazy egomaniacal villain who is very one note that just wants more. Yeah. And it's a little disappointing because I think the character started off a little bit deeper than that. I think he started off from a point of like. I never had anything growing up and I want to provide for my kid, but really it's my own insecurity that's driving me through all this stuff. And then it just gets to the point where he's like, I want it all. I want everything. You're like, well, you can't. Like, at a certain point, you're like, why is he insane? Because a a normal, rational person, even a person who's like a little off his kilter, would be like, well, this is clearly going to destroy the world. But I guess that's the power of the stone. That's the whole. That's the whole point of like the Loki magic or whatever. Whatever God made the stone.
0: Before Max leaves the president's office, he sees some plans over there. He's like, "What's this all about?" And the president's like, "Oh, this is this new tech we're working on that can take over every TV in the world, no matter how old or how new. It'll allow you to reach out and touch everybody." And Max's like, "Touch everyone?" his fucking eyes all fucked up because he's like, "Oh, I can touch people and get a million wishes and do all the wishes I want, right?" He's like the the Riddler, dude.
4: It's not actually touching though, right? right? Like. That's one of the things that, like, we just kind of – he has to touch people. Like, they, they have say to touch. touch they say touch. I know, but, like, they don't mean it literally. But but he's like, that counts, right? It counts as they mean it.
0: <laughs> well, don't yeah, forget, too, though, was, when he gets there and he talks to the dude, he is like, you wish this works for me, right? And he's like, of course, sir. So, like – that turns out all the equipment that they already had, and it could be interpreted as you hope the fucking machines work. You could also hope my plan works, right? And if you wish, yeah, I wish,
1: then good point. We should know, get it out. The yeah, yeah.
0: magic. Isn't it fucking fun? Because then nothing It's matters. Harry Potter, Kevin. No,
4: no,
1: stop. It's Harry Potter, man. Come
4: on. Harry Potter. What said, whatever this. you want if to have. It's Harry Potter. It this. Harry Potter. Yeah, exactly.
1: God, I wish this exactly. ring would make, turn me invisible forget everything uh, and you know, so
0: yeah. Max starts to leave then Wonder Woman is there she lactose the him and he turns around and she's, he's like oh aren't you resourceful? <laughs> and he's like finish her kill her you know blah blah and that's when uh, she, gets, she starts blocking some stuff and she does the, win- the lasso maybe you here and blocks all the bullets but then she gets hit and then Chris Pine pushes out of the way with the thing the, the Batman 89 uh, serving tray bing 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 and then he has a gun he's going to use it but don't use it they don't know what they're doing he's like fuck this sucks uh, they go back out there that's when she does the thing then they all start engaging and fighting uh, Max tries to leave but they, they grab him or, or no he, he's fighting at one point Chris Pine gets the upper hand on a guy with the gun he's like ah oh, fuck knocks him away then you know Wonder Woman's fighting other people and pushing people into people and then and at one point Chris Pine this guy does this queer, this weird like move where he like I don't even know he just like moves his arms and Chris Pine's like oh that's neat I'm like what the fuck Another, like, why is this scene here like what the fuck are you doing does this thing gets out of it and then Two seconds later, he grabs Max Lord, and Max tries to do something. He does the same thing to him. He's like, I just learned that. I'm like, what the fuck is this movie? Like, what the fuck is going on right it's now? Fine. Is it? It's
1: fun. It's fun, guys.
0: He's got Max Lord. And he's like, what do you want to wish? You want to be a real boy? He's like, no. And hold. reminds you, no. I just, I wish I wasn't handcuffed to you, but I am. And at which point if I'm Pedro Pascal, I'm like, well, I'm touching you. Your wish is granted. Fuck you. And I take your eyes. He's like, I got no eyes. And there's little <laughs> hamsters
3: where his eyes would be. Like, that's how yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. That's, <laughs> you. that's you. That's, you. that's <laughs> you. Hamsters <laughs> weren't <worn, hamsters laughs> in the details. what? I can <laughs> think It'll be
1: better now, though. Somehow I have four eyes now because there's two hamsters. One in each <laughs> and I eye. have a
3: great oh sense of God. God. smell. Four eyes,
5: three
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm noses. Very cuddly. <laughs> I'm very cuddly. <laughs> I don't think hamsters have, like, phenomenally, like,
1: famous I don't know if the a guy, sense of smells. They, six, they think the hamster is like Spider-Man. It's just got a sixth sense of smell. Do you know, think hamsters have a great it.
0: sense of smell? They're, They're Well, Yeah, they but not like, exceptionally,
4: not, not notable. Better than us. because somebody than here,
0: I said, smoke. now I have a great sense of smell. <laughs> right, because they can't about this. I have three fucking noses right now.
4: Oh, I'm I, smelling better than I smell. I after. felt like you, Trevor, saves, saves the universe, like, this situation, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, Totally, totally, You're plugging them in, you're plugging them in Yeah, I agree with that. Uh... Wonder Woman's trying to talk sense to him. He won't have it. She's finding these people. And Then Barbara shows up. She kind of kicks the shit out of Wonder Woman, no problem. Because, like, yeah, Wonder Woman's like, what does this cost you? Like, look at, where's your nice personality? And you were nice, you were all you're all these great things. And he's like, "What what's it cost you? And they have this shot of Wonder Woman. She's all, like, tired and beat up, and her hair's all a mess. And they're like, oh, okay. And she's like, yeah, I see, I know you wish too, dummy dumb. Oh, fuck. Um. And then Barbara leaves, right? She's like, oh, yeah, because, like, Wonder of was trying to explain it to her. And she's like, oh, yeah, dumb me. I wouldn't understand. Oh, blah, blah. And she runs off uh, with Max Lord. They get in the helicopter together, right? Yeah, because he's going to go to the thing with the the TV station. So they get off and they go that way. Uh, Wonder Woman and Steve are going to go out back into the streets of D.C. And it's just fucking chaos. There's pe- there's a whole bunch of people screaming. There's a bunch of people like there, you know, I don't. I've never made a movie. I have no talent in that regard. But like, I think the sound balance and some of these people need to be turned down because they're giving lines
3: of dialogue that sound like they're a major.
0: What do you want me to do about it? I don't know. I'm like, what the fuck is going? Like,
3: I get it. It's chaos. It's
0: whatever. Um. They, Everybody had
3: different headphones when they were editing this. <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, they, but eventually, you know, Steve pulls her aside and he's like, listen, they'd already had this conversation a little bit and Diane wanted to entertain it. Now they have to have it. And he's like, listen, I've had a, I had a great life and you gotta let me go. You gotta renounce your wish and, you know, set all this back so you can go out there and be the hero they need and deserve and, you know, save the world or whatever. She's like, I don't want to. He's like, I don't, you know, you have to. And she's like, I love you. And he's like, I love you. And she's like, I don't want to say goodbye. And he's like, you don't have to. You already have. Like, I'm I'm fucking dead. Like, I'm not alive right now. This is a weird thing we've done. Let's give this man his life back. <laughs> yeah, let's re- – and imagine this poor bastard. Like uh, literally, he's like, uh, he, you know, so what, he was fucking. He went to bed one day, and then what? He just goes, "Winky, winky." And he looks like he's just fucking. Bucky, he's yeah. in a riot in Washington D.C. <laughs> <laughs> people are screaming. People are talking about witches. He's like, what is it? where are my kids? <laughs> <laughs> my family? I was supposed to pick. I was supposed to pick my mom up at the nursing home two
5: weeks ago." <laughs> uh,
2: this scene uh, right here. This me. scene to me is, uh, if I had not watched this movie and had walked into the room of one of you guys watching it. And you paused it right before Steve started talking to Diana. And I was like, oh, hey, real quick. What, what's happened so far? And you gave me the plot in, like, a Twitter form. And you're like, what's about to happen is she's going to have to, like, renounce her, her wish and he's going to disappear. But then she's going to start gaining her powers back. I'd be like, okay. And if I were to just watch her running down the street as her powers come back. Uh, yeah, and her, her skin starts healing. and It's healing. She jumps up into the fucking sky and laughs. Yeah. With the, the all that. I'm like. I would have been like, this is the best fucking movie ever. And then, and then you're like, oh, I'm going to pause it. And I walk out of the room, and I'm like, I'm going to watch this movie later. And then later, I'm like, what happened? And you're like, and then she gets to the sky and learns how to fly. And she kind of learned it from Steve, who was a pilot, and he loved this guy. And She really taught him and, like, taught her and gave her this, like, power. And they're going to play the fucking song from Kick-Ass, and it's going to be really, like, okay. I'd be like, there's no way that's just okay. That sounds amazing. That sounds fucking awesome. It's not. It's not at all. Jesus Christ. There is four seconds of hype in this five minute scene and it's her running her yeah. the one shot of her kind of like like kissing him Wiping the tear and just starting to run is so cool. And, it, God, then there's just more movie after that. Yeah, A lot more movie, guys.
1: This movie has a, at least an hour left.
3: Kristen Wick still isn't a
0: cheetah. Up <laughs> 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 in, in the helicopter, yeah, her and him had that conversation. What do you want? She's like, I want to be something the world's never seen. Before. I want to be an apex predator. Like, that's a, a weird thing for you to want now. But, okay, cool. Uh, and he's like, I like what you think, blah, blah, blah.
1: So, I like, why? Why? You're awesome. You already have her power. Like, you have Diana's power. You have everything that you She wants to be stronger than her. It doesn't wants more than the wanna,
0: 80s yeah. Wall Street. Come on. I want to look like a cat. I'm pretty, pretty sure. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I, don't don't like, like, I, don't I don't like, want to look
3: like a cat. Like a strong cat? Like, nah, just. <laughs> a house cat.
0: A sleepy, <laughs> cat. A
1: sleepy, sleepy cat.
0: So yeah, they get there. They take over the station, as we've alluded to. I, you know, I wish all this works. He's like, yeah, all the things turn on. They immediately start broadcasting to every TV, everything that has a screen. Well, Wonder Woman, knowing time is limited, you know, yeah, went back to her apartment to get the uh, 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 armor from what? what a tra- not a tray. It's now you got that in my head.
2: Aetheria. Aetheria.
5: Uh,
0: And then she comes back then flying in the golden armor. Maxwell's already broadcasting. What do you wish for? And one lady's like, I want to be famous. And everybody freaks out. And one guy, I want to be a king. And the other, yeah, the one mean people were like, uh, yeah, yeah, I fucking hate you. I wish all the Irish people would get rounded up. I wish you would drop dead, and she drops dead, and then people start getting rounded up in the street, and you're like, oh, fuck, this is bad. Uh, and so all hell's breaking loose. All the wishes are starting to happen, which really should just end the world right there, but it goes on for a while. And then Wonder Woman, she flies on in there in her golden armor, uh, and then she lands, yeah, and, like, people are shooting at her with 50 caliber and all that stuff. She takes them out, and then eventually, yeah, uh, Cheetah shows up, Barbara, and she's like, oh, Barbara, what have you done? She's like, oh,
1: I'm, so a she's a, I'm a I'm cat now. I'm a cat. I'm a cat. I'm just a cat. So I, I by the way i'm just like what a fundamental poor choice because i again i draw back to the one scene that i keep thinking about the one that i was like this is actually has some power to it is when uh, Kristen wig kind of embraces the fact that she has this unbelievable power over people now and just kicks that fucking dude down the street i was like she had that's a good scene for me she had she, i think she really she was kind of ominous in it and really did well i was looking forward to her just fighting Gal Gadot at the end of this, and maybe a cooler costume, but may, and maybe a little bit of flair of it, but no, they went full on. Let's go, full, let's go super like, literal. Dame Judy Dench from Cats. They were like, that's going to be our pinnacle. If we can hit the Dame Judy Dench from Cats, then we're going to yeah. fucking
4: out of the park. I mean, didn't they go to the like the way of the comic? Like that's how she looks in the comic, right? Yeah, yeah, but, but you didn't. Stuff. But, but I think
1: that at, at any but production, look at that and been like, ooh, this doesn't look good. It doesn't translate to screen. We could have done something different. Did we learn nothing from King, or not King Shark? Uh, a uh, uh, killer croc.
0: You know what I mean? Like he looks nothing. What, like What he do does we does want this universe company? to be? What do we want the D? You know what? Guess what, everybody. We have carte Blanche. You know, and nothing's worked so far. Or, I'm, I'm Patty Jenkins. We have carte Blanche here. Nothing's worked so far in the DCEU, except for us. People really liked our movie, you know what I mean, despite the third act not making any sense. And that's, you know, we kind of shoved in there. So let's make a colorful, wonderful superhero uh, flick. Let's make it... Female forward, let's make it about female empowerment. Let's have, you know, Diana and uh, uh, Barbara stop the one fucking sexual predator in the park in both ways and show the different restraints and powers. Like, you know, and then we get to the center, like, oh, should we turn her into an actual cheetah? It's like, well, you know what? That's a great question. We're we're kicking that around right now.
3: I don't think we
0: need to go that far. I think we put her in that cheetah jacket, and then, you know, she's really let powerful. Me, and
3: like, yeah, let me sleep on this. Let me, yeah, let me yeah like, I don't...
0: I don't but know I won't if say need I, the last uh, – because it's just, you know, Barbara's been a real – you know char- on the page, Barbara's a great character here.
5: We've seen a I lot w- of
0: growth. Do we need a minute and a half of her as a cat? That's a great question. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. say no. Like, it yeah. just doesn't
4: benefit the character.
3: I think, the I think character. Killer Croc looks yeah. way better than this, though. No. Like, know, Come on, guys. I think
4: – Killer Croc, when he took it off and it looked like a sad 70 year old man. Come on. Come on, guys. <laughs> that's nah, that's nah. Killer Croc looked way killer. better,
3: dude. Even though he did look like Mike Trout from Breaking Bad, his body. Yeah, you're right. His head Fair. was the size of his own torso. But still, <laughs> I think he looked so much better than than and Wig looked as this, yeah. You know
0: doesn't matter. They fight like we were saying. Barbara won't back down. She won't listen. Eventually, they, please listen. No, I won't listen. So she electrocutes her. Like, oh, man, she just killed somebody. No, she didn't kill her. She's just breathing slowly. She's a tired kitty. You know what I mean? It's one of lives.
1: I'm also disappointed because doesn't this mean, like, at the end of the movie that we're never going to get a cheetah again? Like she doesn't get another wish. I wish they had figured out a way for her to stay bad and bring her back later. I thought that would have been cool. You want more of her? So I'm I'm just disappointed. We're getting
3: one announced already yep. yeah it is yeah
1: i don't know i i, I didn't mind kristen wigg as the character i just don't think they utilized her very well i think they could i think it could have been cool because having a comedic it. actress of her caliber like that turned evil i was like that's. i'm looking forward to that i'm interested in it but at the end she's just going back to i guess her life Do
3: you wish?
1: or does she go to jail i don't know
3: it felt like such a waste yeah, i kristen mean like, like, the jails the would be
0: overflowing with people I feel like at this point, you're the world leaders. You get together at the G20 Summit or whatever, and you're like, we make a joint statement. Listen, we'll all admit we got kind of nuts out there.
1: I think it's got a really little crazy. I think it's got, uh, really I think got a of
0: hand out there. <laughs> I, we're not 100% sure if you wish people dead, they're back. But if you wish for a gun and shot people, are they back? I don't know. We don't know. We don't, know. We we don't, don't want to know. Sense. We don't want to know. This is the world we live in. So starting... Now, going forward, uh, cool. you have a clean record, be unless cool. you've done murdery stuff before then, all right? right. But not only and there, that, though. And while 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 we have your attention, there is one really creepy drunk <laughs> nicotine salesman we in DC. If you, you can help him find that'd be the great.
1: we got to get this guy off the streets. Oh, actually, find out it's quite hard like, to we're find fix because everything. he collapsed his lungs by
2: kicking him 50 times. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to fix all this, but also, everyone in the world is going to put, you need to pretend it didn't happen. You just okay. all, everyone, chat, be cool. Pretend that you didn't get granted a wish and then it got taken away. Pretend it's all good because, you know, in the in Endgame when it happened, in Infinity War, all that happened, we're still, I mean, we haven't seen too much MCU, but we're about to see the ramifications of that forever, right? Sure. This, yeah. We've seen so many movies past this, and it's like no, when, people, when when Superman it. comes, people are freaking the fuck out, right? Yeah. When Batman's doing all shit, it's a big fucking deal. I, all I, of this I, stuff is a big deal. Every was granted a wish to do whatever the fuck they want, and they, they did the worst things ever. <laughs> it was a cataclysmic day. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what I want. Can I have, can I have calm go clear for, for, for one second? I, need, I, want, I know there are
0: many talented kind of funny uh, AV editors out there and stuff. I need you to start recording just my screen, and then I want you to go back now and give me the Miller cut of Man of Steel, right? And when Zod starts broadcasting to every T V and they cut around to all the different people reacting, keep all that but then insert me, all right? Oh, it's just like that thing in we'll
3: 1984. Wait.
0: We'll wait. <laughs> I was doing it, that was it. Hold on, I now it's screen cut. Oh man, this is just like that thing in nineteen eighty four. And that's it, right? Because of course, no why would everyone freak out? The TV's being taken over. Oh, it's just like when Maxwell Lord did it.
1: <laughs>
5: Jen, no, get, get, get,
1: get in. Get no, We're going
5: get in. i this i <laughs> this time. Do you
1: think they then cut over to Wayne Manor and Bruce Wayne goes, Well, I was going to kill this Superman guy, but maybe I should also kill this Wonder Woman person because she's somehow responsible for everyone on the fucking planet getting the worst wish possible?
2: <laughs> That's a good point, too. Uh, oh, God.
0: So, yeah, yeah she beats Cheetah. She goes inside. Max is broadcasting to everybody and then fucks her up. And then he gets into like the weird, like, quantum leaf that's shooting all this stuff around him in blue light and he's touching everybody. And she blasts his leg. Like, we don't know that till later. And then she starts talking to him as if she's talking to him, but she's not talking to him. She's talking to everybody, saying, Hey, everybody, you need to renounce your wish. I wanted one thing and it wasn't, you know, it's not worth the cost. You all need to do this and be. She's like, for the, and maybe in a different time, but she's like for the greater good, you all need to not be selfish. You all need to think of your fellow man and renounce your wish. And me sitting here,
3: no fucking
0: coming up on a year of quarantine, because motherfuckers out there won't wear their mask and won't stop going to fucking parties and won't stop going to Florida for no fucking reason. I'm saying, like, how unbelievable is this? Because right, you, there's gonna be one person who's like, "No, nah, I really like these shoes." <laughs> no, it's not, now it's because I think
1: of I think of this, right? I'm four years old in 1984. What would I have wished for? A Luke Skywalker toy. And if you said you got to give that back, I'd be like, you "You're gonna change for this toy." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm no, I'm not giving <laughs> yeah. it back. This is my I'm a
0: prisoner right. on death row, right? I'm in the I'm in the yard, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. And they got, the TV pops up and it's like, what are you? I'm like, I wish I was out of jail. I'm out of jail. And then she's like, Listen, you got to give it up. I'm like, Fuck the world, I don't care.
3: Oh, I'm dead either way. Right? Yeah, i would, I wish I wish she would have made an exception for the guy that got his little farm with the little cows. I wish she made an I exception for him.
4: Well, well. I I yeah, think it's it's crazy. It's, that they show the, the – there was, like, a couple or whatever that had wished for all the Irish to be locked up, and he was like, well, I wish you were dead. It cuts back to him, like, three more times, and he's just kind of like, uh oh, and it's like, no, they're telling you you can unwish her to be dead, but he's just yeah. sitting there being like, I don't know. Okay. You know, like, fuck What's her that? I love that yeah. he unwishes her dead. So she wakes
0: up. No idea what's happening. Missed the inspiring speech. <laughs> and he's like, listen, you need to unwish Irish people getting rounded up. And she's like, no, fuck no, you, Irish people. No. like, oh, no. Just don't like them. Just nonsense. <laughs> God what a God fucking bless nonsense. It. And I said, uh, people like, oh, man, people just, you know, they don't want bright movies. They don't want happy endings. They don't want, no, I don't want nonsense. I love a happy ending. I love it when the superheroes win and the world gets to go back to being a great place. And, again, as, the, you know, Superman is supposed to or Wonder Woman is supposed to, they inspire people to be great. This, again, back to Kevin's point. This is tell, not show. This is not us showing why Wonder Woman is such an inspiration and why she was able to make us all go, you know what? Yeah, we shouldn't be selfish. This is her talking to the fucking camera to try to bludgeon you with the point that they couldn't make in the front with their three voices in the very beginning of this fucking interview. Nick?
1: Like maybe a better way to do it was you save Steve having to go back to the ethos for the third act, right? You've beaten Maxwell uh, – you've beaten Peter Pascal's character, and the whole world's watching, and Steve goes, hey, Diana, you have to let me go. And she goes, I can't. I love you, yada, yada, yada. Everyone's watching, yada, yada. And then he goes, no, you have to. And she goes, fine, I unwish. And then everyone goes, oh, my God, if she's willing to give up the love of her life, like, I'm willing to give up this Luke Skywalker toy that I've always wanted. You know, the one sure. from Return of the Jedi where he's in black with the black hand and the cool green lightsaber. I never got it. Yeah. Always wanted it. Um that may have worked out a little better, but I still think that, honestly, the best way to do this was just to convince the bad guy to make a different choice, mm. which that's all they needed to do, and then because it's just completely, you're right, unbelievable that at that point, how many billions of people were on the planet in 1984, Kevin? At least two? Five. You have to imagine, maybe three, five billion. So out of those people, at least a billion people were making wishes. There's no way. It's just not believable.
0: No good. But it happens, and it does it, and then, yeah, he's like, oh, my son. Agarbyte or whatever his name. is. Egerbite.
5: <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I gotta go back. <laughs> <Egg-er-bind>.
0: uh-huh. <laughs> he, uh He transports himself over there and he's an agarbyte. Agarbyte. That's
4: Egg-er-bind. not a name. It was four point seven billion. Nick.
3: Four point seven, thank you.
4: Yeah, nothing. New and shirt they a, they, uh,
3: again, a, a, a new shirt, right? We're gonna get the Gonzo for GoGo, show for Egg Egg. sure, Egg. yeah. like AggroByte, or I'm excited for AggroByte. Like I'm thinking of like a a sequel to the first shirt that we eventually put out whenever Robert Patton's Batman movie comes out. Perfect,
0: mm-hmm. I love it, I love it. Uh, they get reunited and it's all happy-go-lucky that they're together. We also got a a, a very late scene of like, why, hey, man, why is Maxwell Lord such an asshole? And it's like here's his entire life and his dad being mad, oh drunk and his dad being mad that he pissed the bed. It's nobody come into his little black gold opening with his little mincey hat out and stuff like that, and everybody at school didn't like him. Like, oh, okay. And so maybe he's not that
4: bad after
1: all. But No, I'm but, like wasn't,
4: like, wasn't black gold even when it was first opened a pyramid scheme?
1: Kind of a Probably, game. maybe, right. who knows. Like, matter, he's still a right? piece of
4: shit. <laughs> so he's
0: there. They're reunited. The world has unwished everything. Everybody's back to being happy. So now we're going to have a little December here. Little, you know, have a little Christmas uh, time in DC where there's the tree and Diana's there and she gets hit by a snowball thrown by her daughter and Patty Jenkins' son is over there playing with her. IRO. Um, IRO. Yeah, IRO. This isn't some weird thing I'm pushing on you. Uh, then, uh, you know, it would be interesting, right? Because if she actually had conceived with this guy that Steve Trevor was in the body of, that's an interesting story when you knock back on. That should have been the epilogue. Mm-hmm. She knocks on the door. It's like, you know, 10 months later, she's got this kid. Knocks on the door and he's like, Hi. And she's like, Hi, this is weird. I'm wonder. I'm, I don't even know. You don't even know that. I'm fucking a god and this is your baby. She's like, I've never met you, lady. No, we, I fucked in your apartment. I fucked you in your mm-hmm. apartment for like a week. We talked to a dead boyfriend. boyfriend. Think
4: that, but think I, I was this? pretending it was someone else. I was imagining yeah. someone else's face. Mm-hmm. Or
0: maybe, or maybe I saw the other guy. We're not 100% sure. All right. It's you, not a, it's not a
4: foregone conclusion. We'll
1: have to get a, a Patty Jenkins ruling on that. Yeah, Nick. Do you think the first word out of a guy's mouth is like, wait, are you guys the ones that ate all my fucking Pop-Tarts? And then it's just like, it's just a freeze frame on them laughing, and it's like, the right Patty about that.
5: Instead, yeah, Why she talks I'm to Chris.
0: <laughs>
2: he talks to you, they talk to Chris, and she's like, wow, she's just,
0: just so beautiful. I'm you know, oh, sorry, talking to myself. <laughs> and then there's this thing in the house, this uncomfortable, like, is she about to start dating him? Is that? And like, no, he walks away. Okay, God. And then it's another thing of her just saying over and over, like, the world, the balloon's floating away. She's like, the world's wonderful. It's just so wonderful. Beautiful. And it's like, what
2: the fuck in the movie? Has? What the hell? It's <laughs> <laughs> movie
0: fucking is. Until we get the badass uh, uh, post-credit scene where, yeah, uh, Asteria uh, saves, stops the pole from crushing. And you, you wonder if it's going to be uh, Gal. It's not. It turns out it's Linda Carter. And she does her best to wink. And it was fucking awesome. There's also like it's eight
3: syllables like, in the middle. You'll need five for the first and last lines. If you're not poetic, no need to write it. Haikus don't need to rhyme. Haiku in review. Haiku in review.
2: I enjoyed it because it was like, it was quiet, it was, it was, but it yeah. still had the swag to it. you yeah. know? It was like, like, awesome. the, it was like the,
1: the jazz version of it. The yeah. beat fell out I
2: love it. I love it. You can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny to write your review in haiku form just like Jakurama did. 1984. Ragnarok, it wants to be totally a bore. Amen, sister. Amen. And that's it for now.
3: Uh, Ragu Bagu, Greg. Let's do it. Ragu.
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Rag Guys Talk Bad Guys, the podcast on the podcast where we rank all the villains of the DCEU currently. It's be rough. The standings look like this. Number one is Black Mask and Zazz. That's of course for numbers. Oh, of prey. Yeah. Number two is Zod for Man of Steel. Number three is Doomsday Lex. Uh, that's uh, Batman v Superman. Uh, number fourteen is Thad. I don't have do not I don't. I don't know who Thad was. <laughs>
5: Thad Who's for number stands? four.
0: Oh, ah, okay. Yeah. Uh, number five is Sir Pat. Sir Pat.
1: Sure.
0: I guess that's sure. Wonder, sure. Wonder Woman's sure. guy, right? I think that's Wonder Woman's guy. The... Yes,
1: uh, David Lewis or the guy that played Lupin is at the Yeah, guy? he was the werewolf. Mormon, the yeah. werewolf. Yeah. Oh.
0: Uh, number six is Ocean Master Sat slash manga. <laughs> Lupin. He
3: was, he was Mantra. No, what's his...
0: the...
3: Manta. 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 Manta.
0: <laughs> I, I read it as it's written. Number four or seven, I'm sorry, Steppenwolf Wolf from Justice League. And number eight is Enchantress and her baby bro
2: from Suicide Squad. Where do we want to put Maxwell Lord slash Cheetah? I think that this is such an example of how bad this franchise is that I actually think that they're fairly high for this list. I said mid-tier. Greg, can you give me the number three again?
0: Number three is Doomsday and Lex from Batman v Superman.
2: Number four.
0: You say number four? four? What was number Number four? four? I'm sorry, number four is Thad from Shazam.
2: Above them. I, I say that this is the new number four.
0: I concur with him, and I would say that, yeah, I would put Maxwell Lord slash Cheetah above Thad and below Doomsday and Lex.
3: I, was I would put this above Doomsday and Lex just because too. I enjoyed Pedro Pascal's performance quite a bit. and it's really I good. I, I enjoyed his performance um, almost as much as Ewan McGregor in Birds of Prey. It's just Cheetah brings down, brings it down for me, man.
1: <laughs> just because she's an, an unnecessary aspect of this, just to have like a fight scene at the end. But I agree with Andy where I thought Pedro Pascal was just nailing the character the whole time. And I feel like he was fun to watch and his and his – you you almost sympathize with how out of control all of this stuff gets for him, um, so for me, I would put the number two as well.
4: I would put it. So at number I, feel, four. I feel like he
1: plays crazy a little bit better than than Jesse Eisenberg, who just went over the top of it. Uh,
3: who Who's number Kevin? two already? Who was number two? Zod. Yeah, I would put this above. I, uh, I would yeah. put it above that. I put it right below Zod at three. Sorry, excuse I'm me. I'm putting it in
0: number four. Right, let's, let's get an official vote. I think it's it's number four, but to make sure, uh, who here thinks is better than Thad from Shazam? Everyone's hand is up. Who thinks they are better than Doomsday and Lex from Batman v Superman? Just Andy and Nick are up. So, yeah. Now number, So, it now goes number one, Black Mask uh, Zazz. Number two, Zod. Number three, Doomsday Lex. Number four,
2: Maxwell Lord's Last Cheetah. Now it is time to rank the DCEU. Currently, number one, Birds of Prey. Number two, Wonder Woman. Number three, Shazam. Number four, Batman v Superman. Number five, Man of Steel. Number six, Aquaman. Number seven, we left open because <laughs> number eight, Justice League and number nine, Suicide Squad, were that bad. So bad. And I think it makes a lot of sense that we had that spot open because that's Absolutely. exactly
3: where. I, that's that. I agree. Yeah, below Aquaman. Aquaman. Yeah, yeah. Man, sure. I, I want. I, I would put this above Aquaman. I think.
4: I, I think I Come would on, too. Guys, Aquaman was fun.
3: Aquaman was long. I don't know that it was. Dude, it was hard. long. Dude, Dude, it was so fucking long. Yeah, I, I, I guess the thing—the thing that really, really, really bothered me about Aquaman is that it really wanted you to feel like "fuck yeah, this is bad," but I'm enjoying this. Hell yeah! And I never felt that because I was always yeah, just was so just bad. I was always just so angry that it wasn't anything that <laughs> anything it wanted to existed. be. And you know, I thought Jason Momoa—I wanted him. In the way that we cheer on Vin Diesel because he's not great, like, I wanted that to be for for Aquaman, and I just never felt that. I never felt anything um, in Aquaman. I thought it was just pretty bad all the way through. But in this one, I liked Pedro Pascal, and I enjoyed Chris Pine bringing, um, you know, some comedic relief, even though, obviously, his, his character is just like a complete buffoon. I still enjoyed those moments, and I still found myself laughing where in Aquaman. I I was never, ever laughing because there was clever writing or funny dialogue. It was always just, yeah. I hate I hate everything about this right now. <laughs> <laughs> we always talk about
2: tiers of movies, specifically the mm-hmm. MCU movies. Especially there, it's a compliment. I think that we're starting to see some tiers here with the, the DC movies. And like I think that Aquaman and this are just in such a similar tier that it's like, I don't give a fuck. But I do think that this is a much bigger disappointment than Aquaman. And for that reason, I'm really going to
0: That's my, I think that Tim nailed it. Where well, that's the thing is like Aquaman. I remember going to see that in theaters and being like, I would never go see this movie if it wasn't part of DC. Like, if I, you know what I mean? Like just what I'd seen for trailers and yada, yada, yada. And sitting through there and beyond, at the end of it being like, all right, that was an action movie, whatever, and leaving. Whereas like Wonder Woman 84, like you look at all the parts here. You look at this cast. You look at the even the glimpses of the performances. You're like, oh, this is going to be so good. And like, not to mention, it's coming off Wonder Woman, which was great. And you have Patty back to do it, and you're like, oh, this is going to be – let's go. This is going to be a lot of fun. And then just
2: completely doesn't do anything. So let's do the vote. Who thinks it's better than Justice League? Raise your hand. We all raise our hand. Who thinks it's better than Aquaman? Raise your hand.
1: Mm, yeah, I'll give it a nod.
2: Andy and – Nick do no one else does, which means that the new number seven is Wonder Woman 1984. Number one, Birds of Prey, two Wonder Woman, three Shazam, four Batman v Superman, five Man of Steel, six Aquaman, seven Wonder Woman 1984, eight Justice League, and nine Suicide Squad. Uh, We will return this Thursday with a little bit of a change up in the schedule because during the the break, Cobra Kai and Netflix decided to go a week early with season three. Thank God for that. Uh, But. We'll be reviewing Cobra Kai seasons one, two, and three in one episode. We're going to rank each season separately, but we're going to talk about all three as as a whole. If I'm being honest, the reason we're doing that is I know there's no way, no possible way I can get Nick and Makuga
1: to only talk about certain elements of each season. You you have to look at it all as one long movie, all the movies, (laughs) and and (laughs) Hilary Swank.
2: And Hilary Swank, always. always, And
1: the the Swank Fest
2: swank fest geez uh anyway guys welcome to 2021 watch the stream if you're you're watching this it should be going into it anyways love you bye What's up and welcome back to Kinda Funny's Top Gun in Review. That's right, we are ranking, reviewing, and recapping every Top Gun film. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes. You might know me better as blockchain. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joined by Matt, the Wolfman, Batson. (laughs) Ow! Mike, Jetwash Howard. (laughs) Woo, let's get it!
1: Nick, Hammer Scarpita. Well, that's in contention now. That's in contention now. Mm-hmm. I might have mm-hmm. to pick a new one.
4: When Ed uh, Harris
1: has your same call sign, I think you've got to give it to Ed Harris. I don't I know. You do give it to Ed, yeah. I think you've got to give it to Ed. You give and it then it I go way sense. back. He'll be cool with it. That'll
3: be cool. And, Andy, what was yours? What did we? Solstice coming in.
1: Oh,
2: God, Andy Solstice Cortez. It just keeps getting better, everybody. Of course, this is Kind of Funny's In Review. Each and every week, we get together to rank, review, and recap different movie franchises. Uh Next week, we'll be returning to Jurassic World with Fallen Kingdom. And the week after that will be the final Jurassic World, uh, Dominion, uh, when it comes out in theaters. You can get it on youtube.com slash kindoffunny or roosterteeth.com. You can also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service. For kind of funny in review, and we'll be right there for you. If there's a movie franchise you love or hate, chances are we have reviewed it. So go check that out. Uh, if you wanted to watch the show live as it's being recorded and get the show ad free, you got to go to patreoncom funny just like our Patreon producers, Molecule, Fargo, Brady, and Anonymous have all done. Today we're brought to you by Meundy's Chime and Credit Karma, but we're gonna have to get to that later. Because I do not want to dilly. I do not want to dally any longer. We got to get into it. Top Gun Maverick, released on May 27th, 2022, with a runtime of two hours and 11 minutes. It was directed by Joseph Kaczynski. He made his big screen directorial debut with the 2010 science fiction film Tron Legacy, the sequel to the 1982 film Tron. And Mike, some exciting stuff for you here. His previous work has primarily been with CGI related television commercials, including the Starry Night commercial for Halo 3 Ooh. and the award winning Mad World commercial mm-hmm. for Gears of War. Oh, no yeah.
5: Way. I yeah, love that. Awesome. So, world.
2: That is badass. Um, one interesting note for this movie that ratchets it up to a 10 already is the screenplay, the final revision of the screenplay done by Christopher McQuarrie, who y'all might know as the writer-director of the modern Mission Impossible movies, and all of a sudden everything
1: starts making a lot more Mm -hmm. sense. It makes a lot of
2: sense. Uh, The music in this one, once again, done by Harold Faltermeyer, but with an assist, a lovely, lovely assist, from the one and only Hans Zimmer, baby. Just giving that extra level of oomph. Mm -hmm that it needed and lady gaga joining the crew for this one which you always gotta love uh, it had a budget of 170 million which is quite a bit more than the budget of 15 million that the first movie had but you know what it's been a while things have changed quite a bit and making movies is expensive especially when tom cruise is involved because he was like you know what I don't want any green screen or CGI aerial shots in the film. Even the close up cockpit shots are taken during real in flight sequences. This meant that much, much of the cast had to undergo extensive G Force training sessions to withstand the physical demands of the pressures during flight. Woo! And it was worth it, everybody. And if you felt it and, and yeah, it was yeah. absolutely worth it. Oh, man. So there we go. Uh, With all of that out of the way, Nick, as the – you saw Top Gun 1 in theaters. I did. You're the Top top Gun.
1: You are the Top top Gun. What are your Uh, thoughts? This this movie is one hell of a ride. That's what I will say right there. Uh, If you are on the fence at all, if you're like, you know what? I don't like Top Gun. I'm not a fan of Tom Cruise, and I don't really particularly care about aerial combat. uh, Maybe this isn't the movie for you. No, I'm kidding. You should go see – this regardless, because say what you will about the plot, we'll get into the plot, we'll get into the character dynamics, we'll get into some of the side characters that may or may not have needed to be into this, to feel kind of shoehorned in, but by the end of this movie, let's, let's just put it this way, I blew, I had a flat tire drive into this movie, I had to change the tire on route to, uh, to my donut, on uh, route uh, to the movie, walked in covered in mud, and just begged, I was like, I'm having a bad day. Poor Dee was with me too. She was like, "Nick, Nick's me I was like, "I just want a diet coke. I just want a diet coke." Got a diet coke, sat down. By the end of this film, I told I had totally forgotten about that. This movie is one fucking hell of a ride. And the last, if if nothing else, if you don't even want to watch Tom Cruise act, buy a ticket. Wait an hour and then go into the movie and just watch the last 40 minutes of it because it is the coolest aerial photography and some of the best sequences I have ever seen in my life, hands down. And I am so unbelievably happy that uh, the director and the team and Tom Cruise all got together and said we're going to do as much of this practically as possible because there's an alternate reality where someone else got hired to do this, and they did all of this in CG, and it would have just been the worst movie ever made. Just terrible.
3: (laughs) That's it. Uh, this is one of the greatest action movies of all time, and and again, like to echo what Nick's saying, not all of that's creatively. Like there there are some missteps creatively, but they don't do anything like egregious there. What really like makes this movie special is all the technical aspects. It's doing everything practical. It's how they shoot it. It's the variety of shots that they have from the cockpit, all the cameras that they use inside and out of the planes. It's beautiful. Like, you feel every turn, every maneuver, and all of that is the sound design, too. Oh, unbelievable. It's, it's so crisp and, like, oh, like it it just has you. It just has you, the whole movie. And it's, it's funny because for years, like, we've known about this movie. And I, you know, we talked about it last week. I was a Top Gun fan but hadn't really seen it since I was a kid, uh, you know, it, we're we're in the age where we have all these legacy sequels, and you're like, cool, another one of these. Can't wait for that to be on uh, in review. And I wasn't that excited for it. And then especially with all the delays, uh, you know, you had COVID. Tom Cruise really wanted this movie to be in theaters, and you totally understand why. Now, I was so confused by all the hype leading up to this movie. I just remember thinking like, it can't be like this is this is Top Gun. What makes Top Gun so great? The original is. All the I- iconic moments that are extremely 80s, and you can't replicate that again without it being corny. And actually, they, they do replicate. Uh, I'm sure we'll get into it and get into the plot in the beginning of this movie. It's not corny at all. It's super fucking cool. It's awesome. Um, but they what they do is they improve on all the things that the original wasn't great at. You know, we last week we talked about last week uh, earlier this week we talked about all the chaotic.